Nikki Baez and JC. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to yet another episode of HR Talk. This is JC. It's a pleasure to be back on the program. And please welcome the man, the myth, the legend, returning from Corona infested vacation land, the world of Disney, the world of conferences, the world of the Gaylord Ponds. Please welcome the man, the myth, the legend, Ricky Bias. All right. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Good, Thank you for asking. <laughs> How are you doing over there? I'm doing awesome, man. Just uh, I have to hit you in the oh, mouth with something right wow. away. We don't have enough time for Holy your, your trivial crap. blah, blah. Now, look. Oh, yeah. My Ooh. trivia blah, blah. Right? Okay. Go ahead. Oh, go with okay. your trivia I, blah, blah. Go. I, have fun. It's, go. it's actually go. really so, important go. to go. the program go ahead. here. So Sorry. the whole yeah. Instagram account uh-huh. thing that's going yeah. on as of right yeah. now, the uh-huh. intern returned. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you had something to do with that or Senior Executive Lucy had something to do with that, but someone brought the intern back and i'm so grateful for it but so much has transpired in the past 48 hours because not only did the intern state that it was okay to reveal her name miranda okay but she also stated that she's leaving to return to a meat packing facility and that she found a replacement rick i don't know i gotta get caught up i was on vacation and i just got back you so so you're on the instagram messages there I don't and pay allegedly, attention. there's there's someone that's uh, an HR professional who's going to step up to the plate to help out. But our intern is saying this. The person was on the CC of the message and they've yet to commit. So I'm a little concerned that that we're losing someone who's valuable to the program in helping with social media and not having a chance to replace them yet with someone who's who said that they may do it. But I I haven't seen those messages. I, I don't know what's going on, Rick. I don't know what's going on either. I'm just a little bit upset that I'm hearing right now about the meatpacking position, and we've never gotten any kind of a discount, no kind of meat, nothing at yeah. all, knowing how much we like to cook out. Right? It's ridiculous. It Think really is. You know what? That intern is fired. That intern's fired. <laughs> We're done. We're I done. Yeah. Can you fire an intern? I, I, I don't know. It's an unpaid I position. <laughs> did. I did. I did. you just did. Does it matter? Yeah. We, we, we weren't paying the intern. Have not go well, back no, to the meatpacking said- plant. But Ricky, she she said that she was going away for the weekend, and that she'd be right back. But being right back, she was gonna have cocktails all weekend long, right? So it's like, <laughs> hey, I'll be right back. Going to have cocktails this weekend. Yeah. But you're gone for three days, right? So, I mean, yeah. it's 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 possible to go have cocktails for three days without sleeping. <laughs> you and I have done something similar twenty five plus years ago. Yeah, it's 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 actually a really good time. <laughs> yeah, can't lie. It is. So it is. um. So if this HR professional that she's talking about that she put into the thread with us is serious and legit, I, I kind of think as of right now, especially after you firing Miranda, that uh, <laughs> the door's wide open for this fine young professional to step in and, and help run the show with some of the social media. What do you think? Um yeah, sure, I would have to do a background check and uh, all kinds of all, all kinds of things that HR professionals do to make sure okay. we got the right person for the job. Absolutely, there, JC. Well, of course. But uh, so here's a question for you: When you're trying to fill the roles of a position, and someone's in the process of stepping down, doesn't matter if it's like a paid for position, if it's an intern type position, if the person in that role right now turns to you and says, "I have my replacement here. They are. I'm leaving." 
You take them at their word? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely oh. not. I want to have a conversation while you're leaving. I also want to have a conversation who authorized you to go ahead and go procure some other type of talent without checking with us. And why are you leaving? Just let us know. You get, you're going to give us a two-minute notice, not a two-week notice? What we, What's going on? I mean, are, well, I, do I, you really want to go in, back to the meatpacking facility that badly? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> holy crap. Okay, fine. Okay, let's, Miranda, let's be honest here. You've done an amazing job stepping up and doing what you, you have, can with yes. the stuff, you right? You really have. Yeah. And we've met some great people along the way through your your tutelage. I, I don't know what you're talking about when you're talking about tagging the being of the person that did the thing. Like when there's an air quote, ladies and gentlemen, tag the being the person that did the thing. Now, I don't know what that means, but it, it had to do with the young lady who's potentially taking over in the social media role that we've never spoken to. And then she put her, her story of hers out about like uh, on, on the Instagram, like one of the stories. And it's it's. I got to so confess, JC. I got to confess. I got to confess. Yeah. Tell me. Talk to me. I think I know where Miranda's leaving. Why? A couple of weeks ago, she did file a complaint against you. She really doesn't like me at all, does she, Rick? What did you do to her, man? I mean, seriously. What was the complaint? Well, well I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, come on. This Wait is, a second. This I is an active investigation, JC. Cut the shit. Come on. We're, we're <laughs> co-partners in this. There's no investigation up against me. Oh, dude, there is. There is For what? One. Yeah, I well, it, it's I'll get to nature that later. Videos? It's a nature Dead videos. Jokes? Nature videos is a way to is a way to look at it. Yeah, it's a it's a video full of natural human stuff. Yeah, you're right, JC. Yeah, you're killing me. I, th- right I, now. Think is, I think it's something about a text. I think it's something about a text that she received that was not supposed to go to her. That's what not happened. for me. Not oh, I don't not know, for dude. me at all. I don't know, man. She's mad. She's totally upset. Well, she kept picking on me for the dad jokes thing. Like, I'm the, I'm starting to wonder What's wrong with if dad she's jokes? related to you. Because <laughs> you pick on me for dad jokes. I do, and then actually. she would pick on me for dad jokes. I'm I like, that. is she related to you? Well, or maybe she's just caught off on me. And then she was like, oh, if he can do it, maybe <gasps> oh my God, I can do it Ricky, too. That's probably what happened. I just figured it out. What it's happened? a bizarre love triangle. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we've been on the outside of this entire thing the whole time. Okay. Oh my god. Uh huh. So what happened? What? Where's? Talk to me. Where's... It explains why you were photoshopped on top of politicians and other HR professionals <laughs> over the past week. Is that what it was? I think it's got something to do with that. Because that shit know. was cracking really me up funny. over the weekend. That's it really funny, was. Really Dude, I really do look know. like George Bush. I really do look like him. <laughs> That's pretty cool, pretty man. That hasn't seen it. Stop by the HR Talk Podcast yeah. Instagram, and there's a there's a whole thing going. Thank on you, Miranda. Ricky, yeah. <laughs> there there was one that Miranda did not publish, and I'm very thankful that she didn't. When I saw the picture of you and Leslie Delarusso, <laughs> no, that's not was, cool, dude. No, yeah. So I saw that one. Talk about it was yeah, terrible. no, no, it was yeah, terrible. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like, that's was probably why she's wrong. leaving because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, absolutely probably. not. Are you publishing that one? <laughs> Hell no. Poor Leslie. I'm, go- I'm, I'm sorry, Leslie. Even th- I'm going to call it out, even though it's not done. So Edel Feinberg is allegedly like a podcast connoisseur. Uh-huh. And and I hope I said your name right. And as of right now, you've been named as the replacement for Miranda. And you're on this three-way message, and we've yet to hear from you. And trust us, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to sit down and talk to you. Like, maybe we'll get the video conference going and, and kind of get this thing figured out. But, but as of right now... Um, 
ladies and gentlemen, if 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 anyone out there is interested, if if Edel's not going to step up, uh, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, Moran has been fired. I think social media is going to go back over into your camp. Would that be right, Rick, for the week? Um, that would. I've I've got a couple of people who can take over. Um, mainly, okay. look, I'm taking resumes, and here's what I'm looking for on the resume. I am looking any kind, any kind of experience in a meatpacking facility where you're active on a part-time or seasonal basis so we can get a discount for our cookouts. That's what I'm looking for, folks. Send them in. Ebias at Biasco.com. I'm looking for resumes. There's so much. There's so much. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Come back off the three-day bender, and then there's a whole thing there. There So, yeah, it's going to be intriguing to see what pans out with the social media over this next past week or so and kind of go from there. Question for you, sir. When you're ready. So, you presented Numerous times over at the HR Florida conference, you had a separate, concurrent, live, pre-recorded web session as well on the closing day of uh, the entire conference. Is that right? That is correct. Um, I did my own presentation, Five Ways to Build an HR Team That Doesn't Suck. It was a live version on Monday the 31st, and then we had to do a pre-recorded version for the people who bought the uh, virtual tickets, and that session was at the end of the event, so I can be uh, able to join the session via live chat. That is correct. Rick, were they different? Were were the two presentations different like did you offer something more on the pre-record than you did live or vice versa actually vice versa there jc because when 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 i was accepted to speak this was actually uh, right about a year ago well i was actually no i submitted to speak about a year ago i started putting it together and when they said hey you're ready to go it was pre-covid pre-covid pandemic situation right oh man so I was my 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 session was supposed to be two hours long. So knowing I was going to have an audience of about 100, 150, I had to build in some activity right. so the audience can participate. Right. Well, why wouldn't you? Why right. Wouldn't you? I exactly. mean, a little bit of activity is no, you know, never I mean, a bad to, thing. to keep an adult attention span for two hours. It really is well, a tall feat. It's also down to style and presentation, though. That's too. true. Like that is I've true. seen you. I have seen you give a compelling speech. Using inflection and dynamics, and you bring people in, and you push them back out, right. and you don't get them involved by the hokey pokey. No, although the hokey pokey, it is an effective way to keep people's <laughs> attention. Yes. So, so with this one, you did build something into your plans. I did yeah. for human interaction, for for body movement. Yes, body movement. Get them going. You know, just get All to right. know each other because this is a conference. Um, but then about a month before the con, because I thought, I honestly thought the conference was supposed to be uh, live streamed as well as live yeah. at the same time, you know, con- concurrently. So then um, we we found out uh, within short notice that, no, we had to pre-record it. And by the way, it's due in like, in like a week. I'm like, ah, okay, so now I got to redo everything. Because I got to fill in those other, you know, those other uh, 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 40, 45 minutes of activities that I had with something else that I can't do on a non-live uh, space, right? Virtually pre-recorded. So yeah, yeah. what people saw virtually was about 45 minutes less than what people live actually saw. So it was more live than it was on in, um, uh, in, in, a, in a virtual space. So, yeah, it, it's, they, they got more live. Now, now I, I talked to a few people that attended both, Rick. Okay. And at, at one point, some people were talking about 
I, I don't know if they were conflating or, or misconstruing a discussion that we had on the podcast or something that you gave as part of a presentation, but people were walking away with the thoughts and feelings of, of saying like they, they miss being able to discuss controversial topics. Let it be at work or at home. Let it be religion, politics. Oh yeah. 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 There was the last show. Remember what was her name? Eve was sitting with us, right? Correct. And and we were talking about, uh, you recommended, Discussions on sex, drugs, and rock and roll at work, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's right. No, you didn't. It was actually more like controversial oh. topics like religion and politics. And like, you corrected me on that. I like the other times. one better. Yeah. So people were walking away with those thoughts from your. Did you bring that up in your talks? Um, actually, yeah, that was. I did bring that up. And the part that I really wish I had more time to put together is how to create that environment when I'm talking about, well, hold on, let me set it up. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to talk about and make sure the audience fully understood one of the five ways is encouraging healthy conflict and the best way to encourage healthy conflict above and beyond making sure you get the right people for the right, for the right positions on your team is also to make sure that people are respectful of each other. People are able to have these difficult conversations at a personal level, but they don't take it personally. Um, because if you're able to do that between two or three coworkers, you're able to do that at work with anything else. So one of the things that I was proposing is to be able and encourage, not encourage, to be able to talk about religion and politics in the office. And people started cringing in the audience. And I figure people were cringe. And that's what I told people. It's, it's uh, I, it's not for everyone. And I don't yeah. suggest everybody does it, but if you have the right team there and you manage those conversations in a way that it moves the learning points forward to the next step and you don't attack people, but you challenge ideas in order to get to a better space to understand them, then why not go for that? So that's what I was talking about in, uh, so on, you're, on both you're of them. talking about induction of civility. Basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's something, JC, I think you would agree with me that with everything happening today, people are not having civil conversations. They're not. They're, they seem to have this false sense of security that they can say just whatever they want, be as mean as they, as they want and attack the person and not expect any kind of repercussions. And it's just, yeah. it's just that, that just tells me that their whole goal is to hurt somebody's feelings and put them down and not to understand the other person's point of view. That's what that tells me. This this kind of almost feels like we're doing our last program over yet again. Um, <laughs> it's a good topic, look, man. Long, long story short, though, uh, even though we beat the horse, uh, well, we what we uh, we fed the horse. I I don't want to say we beat a horse. Rick. I don't beat what, any horses. It, what other analogy? Um, <laughs> we uh, well, I mean, um, we keep beating the dead horse with the same topic. That is a horrible yeah, analogy, right? Yeah, but I right? don't want to say that we're doing that anymore. I like horses. Well, see, when you okay, say look. anymore, you imply we've done it for real before, dude. <laughs> don't say that, right? <laughs> we just don't want to say that, period. Look, there a lot go. of people walked away from your session in person and virtually talking about these things. Yeah. Talking about tough things like civility could be a sham. Talking about how, you know, having these tough conversations aren't easy. Or... uh different points of view and and how to come together and have more appropriate discussions or uh, being advised to submit more appropriate questions or answers and, and shutting down people that we disagree with, et cetera. Like a lot of people are talking about this. It seemed to be a trend 
there was a young lady I spoke to actually, Rick. Okay. Uh, she attended your virtual session. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. And she's very specifically said, and she said that she she actually shared this uh, with a, with a few other people, uh, one guy in particular, and some other people. And she said that she misses the days of being able to discuss sometimes controversial topics, yep. even religion and politics in an open and respectful forum, and learn, particularly from those that may initially disagree with her yeah. about their stances and beliefs. Even if you don't end up in that particular agreeable space at the end of the day, mm-hmm. having that known aspect of civility. So I missed your online virtual session. It sounds like it was impactful. Is this all garbage that people are talking about? Or is this legit stuff people walked away after? I got to tell you, JC, I I was ready for the harsh, harsh feedback. I was ready. I was pleasantly surprised of the um, the feedback that I got of how many people actually wanted to have those kinds of conversations. But A, they were afraid to do so. Um, because of maybe their coworkers wouldn't take it well, or their employees wouldn't take it well, or even worse, quote unquote, their boss wouldn't take it well. So they was just afraid to do so. Um, and very few people, and I'm I'm glad they confided in me. They're like, I can't handle those conversations, so I just rather avoid them. And that's and that's a big thing of them to say to actually admit I am not good at having these conversations. If you tell me something that completely differs from what how I grew up and how I view life, I go off the deep end, and then I'm going to go off on something. So I rather not talk about it. I respect that. Yeah. Right, because I don't want to bring them into a conversation that they're uncomfortable with, so I will leave them alone. But I was surprised that people actually came to me with that kind of feedback. Not one person said that it's a completely horrible idea. Maybe two people told me, like, ah, I don't know, and they just stayed in the middle. But everybody was either, um, I wish we could do that, but I'm afraid of other people, or I wish we could do that, but I'm afraid of how I would react. And I really respect that. Of course that. you need to be afraid of other people. You need to be afraid of retaliation. <laughs> it's do. a real yeah. thing. It is I a real thing. I don't care what anyone right. says. Yep. Get yourself an employment labor attorney and learn a little bit more about things that happen. There's crazy things that happen constantly. That's right. And and even though retaliation isn't right, it it happens day to day. You know, (laughs) that's why you as an HR professional standing up, trying to change your environment, trying to own these processes. You've got a backbone and leadership skills and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff that gets talked about all the time. Mm -hmm. Awesome. But guess what? Retaliation is real, man. It's real. You it's said real. that. It's not a fake thing. You said that like a California surfer. Retaliation is real, man. God, you dude, really it's said, a real thing. It's radical, Rick, bro. It's so real, but yeah, yeah I'm sure so surfers are discussing that. People on the backside of you, like doing your whole <laughs> virtual thing, and you know what I did this past weekend, man. Uh huh. Do you know what I did this past weekend? I'm literally waiting for you to tell me. Well, I, it was a question. I know. Do you know what I did this past weekend? Oh, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. No, JC, I do not. Please do inform so me much. of what you have so done this you weekend. While you were traveling the world Holy and shit. doing the Disney thing, and we got your videos it's all over the Instagram, uh-huh. Miranda, yeah. thank you for that. Yes. Um, and Manny, Manny, the uh, HR Manny guy, he's got a podcast. We talks to uh, uh, us all the time. Okay. A great fan of the show. Great guy, too. Very good guy. He said, take some video of the security at Disney again. No, I'm not <laughs> I was not going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted my weekend to be a good one. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Your family's there, but you're in jail. I'm in you Mickey know, jail, jail, right? With Mickey yeah. handcuffs. 
but like, uh, so you're enjoying that. that. I I endured the rain. It's been raining constantly. Yeah. All right. So yeah. like, I had these plans to do all these fantastical things. It wasn't working out. We had one day of co- so so kosher weather, mm-hmm. you know. But for the most part, it's been very <laughs> kosher bad. Weather. Rains. Got it. So we did the uh, did Cobra Kai. Oh, yes. So I only got through the first three episodes previously, but now I've gotten through season one and season two. I cannot wait for season three. Ricky, I have to tell you, I haven't seen season two out there. I'm just what? saying I haven't seen season two. Go right ahead. And I'm really I'm still okay. blown away right. that. This is hard to say. Please don't. Dude, please don't. Mr. Miyagi died. Oh, oh shit. You're so stupid. <laughs> I had no idea. Just, I had no idea. That happened a very long time ago, I was told, though. Uh, I don't remember that. He died but, like 30 years ago, didn't he? Why don't, what, don't you put the stress on me, Ricky Baez. Were you just <laughs> imitating his accent? Ooh, that is so wrong these days. No, but not man. before. But these days, hell yes. But is not it, before. Is it bad to use an accent and, and joke around like that? You know what? I think if it's done in jest and the whole point is not to pick at somebody and just have a good time, why not? We are so sensitive these days. I received customer service training one time that said very clearly, Mm -hmm. do not under any circumstances ever use an accent other than your own. It's demeaning. It makes people feel bad about themselves. So hold up. What if I self-identify as an Indian accent? I can self-identify for everything else. I can't self-identify for that. Dude, Rick, I got to share with you. I had like so many different homes growing up. You too. Yeah. You know, from Puerto Rico to New York City to Orlando. Yeah. Pick Three. an accent, Rick. Pick an <laughs> right? accent. You've had so o, many in your life. O puedo right? ser boricua, or I could be from New York and talk about my coffee or just Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm just in Orlando and I'm good. We don't have an accent down right, here. man. We don't have. Oh, I know the accent. Orlando has an accent, and here it is. Are you ready? You ready? Here it is. Holy shit! I four sucks. Boom. That's our accent. That's it. (laughs) Because I've been here since 1993, and that's all I've heard from 1993 to right now. How much I four sucks? I four has never gotten better in all since since early 1990s ever. For anyone on the line today that's not aware, I four is a road that takes you past the eyesore. It's a.k.a. a highway in the middle of central Florida. The I-4 and eyesore. That's right. That will be and the cover of this event. Of this place t- this highway <laughs> in an area to drive past a monument that was built to, to like a, a, a church or something, I think, right? right? It was, yes, it was a church that they didn't want to take a loan to build that building. That building was just, they were just going to be in the real estate business. And instead of it's taking a building, a, it's, it's, it's a structure. Yes, it is. It's a structure. I thought it was a monument. Uh, it, it's, it has become a monument uh, because even when it's done, it's still going to be seen as the sore on I-4 because, because of how long it's taken to build. But you know what? I commend the guy. I don't know the guy's name, but he says he doesn't want any loans. He just wants to pay for it little by little. And damn it, is he doing that? It's been going like that for like 30, uh, 20 years. Excuse me, not 30. Uh, no, it's not even that much. I want to say 15 years. He's been building that for 15 no. years, and it's almost done. And no. by almost done, I mean it'll be done in another 10 years. That's what it's I mean. It's not 15 years, man. No? I thought it was. No. Hold on. No, Hold no, no. On. No. no. We were driving by that thing in like 96, bro. No shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? So for anyone no. that's not aware, we're specifically talking about 
the eyesore on I-4 at this point, which has not been around that long. It's an empty building that's been around since the mid to early 90s. Do you have the Wikipedia on this? I'm going to hold on. I'm going to Wikipedia it right now because I didn't think you really should. You really should. Because they need a better HR department to hire better contractors to get that building done. That's all I'm going to tell you. No, actually, the but, but they're not, right? They're, they're, they just paint it little by little. No loans, no nothing. I, I respect that. Dude, do you know how bad like the, the wood has got to be rotten with all the wind and rain and weather? It's like <laughs> all those hurricanes that experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Hold on. I'm finding it right now. Give me a second. So No, no. Boom. Here it is. I found it. I found it. Bro. The eyesore on the excuse me, the I four eyesore has been under construction since two thousand and one. Oh, oh, one. I 2001, thought it was like nineteen ninety nine. You know what? Two different timelines, Mandela effect stuff. Let it go. It's good. I, so I'm not dwelling on it. <laughs> let it go. Okay. Yeah, you just gotta let it go. At gotcha. Some point. I got gotcha. you. Gotta let it go. All right. So, yeah, I did the Cobra Kai thing. Great series. Yeah, man. Uh, kind of influenced some of my accent over the weekend. Had that had that strong influence before to never use accents for like anything I do, and I'm still having a real hard time with that. Just like what you and I were talking about right now. So, okay. Rick, in the big picture, if you use an accent for like anything that you're doing in your day to day, is that like bad in the human resource world, or is it like all right, or I don't know, dude. Tell me. In the human resources world, it is bad from that perspective just because how sensitive everybody is these days. So I'm clocked out right now. Okay. About? No, I'm clocked out right now. So I'm gonna say the Ricky thing, not the Ricky HR HR person thing, right? So so from my perspective, people are way too sensitive. They need to Again, it's the lack of conversations, of uncomfortable conversations that doesn't give people the practice on how to deal with these kinds of situations. As as a result, we have all these folks who get easily offended. They go into the office, and now we have to put policies together to prevent all these things to make that quote-unquote hostile environment a real thing because people can't take a joke. So from an HR perspective, yes, it's wrong. From a personal perspective, people need to lighten the hell up. They really do. All right. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, the scattered thoughts of our brain, the way that it goes. Ricky, go ahead, pull up your LinkedIn or uh, whatever it is there that you have. Well, I- you sent a uh, post to me during the week on the backside of the big conference. Okay. As different HR professionals were sharing their thoughts and feelings about HR Florida. Mm-hmm. They were kind of giving their downloads as to how they felt things went on. Yes. And uh, you and I had a discussion about a post that a local HR professional had made in regards to HR Florida and the entire conference and their perception of the way that it went and the way that it came off. Correct. So with, with that being said, I'd like to turn the floor over to you for a few minutes because I've rambled quite a bit. <laughs> now that we've laid the framework With and an we've accent. set up everything and you're on the backside of your gator escapades, <laughs> talk to us about this post, your thoughts and feelings on the topic of of emotions as you just so eloquently delved into. What is a gator escapade? <laughs> Please tell me. Your gator escapades. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were on the floor of the Gaylord Pops. You were live. <laughs> 
on Facebook. You're like, oh, that's what you meant. I got you. The alligators are fake. Okay. The alligators are real now. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Before I dive into this, right? For the people who don't know, this was the third day, the last day of the event, of of the actual event. Lucy and I were there since Saturday, right? So we're there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And every single day, Saturday, we got there to do a sound check, set up and do a sound check. On Sunday, we were there um, interviewing people who were uh, – actually, we were interviewing the exhibitors. And then Monday event, Tuesday, each and every time we got there – we had to walk over this little bridge that has this water and all these gators that are there. But the water was so clean and so clear. The gators were so still. I'm like, oh, okay, look, some fake gators, right? Every time we walk by, <laughs> fake gators. Fake, and you smelled nothing, right? And the water was, you could drink out of that water. So next thing you know, yeah. on the last day, Lucy and I were exhausted. We're walking out with all the equipment. And I just sure. happened to take one last glance at all the fake gators, and one of them jumped in the water. I'm like, holy shit, these are real. Lucy's like, oh, my God, they are real. So we just started talking about how real they were, and people walking by laughing at us like, how could you not know they weren't real? I'm like, look, you're not from Florida. I am. Uh, if you go to Gatorland, the water's nasty, disgusting, and you can smell gators are there. You can smell turtles are there. The Gator Palms did a phenomenal job in keeping that area clean because, by the way, this is all indoors. Not outdoors. So you no. would think the smell will go up. Anyway, so I did a Facebook Live event, and yeah, yeah that's what happened. It's, it's a lot like the Lions at the MGM. It's no different. That video the biggest- of the Lion and the MGM, the movie production company, right? That's what you're talking about? Because that was a real Lion. The MGM Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, oh, Nevada. Got it. They've yeah, got yeah, the yeah. Lions right there in the center of the hotel. Okay. So you're walking through, you see the Lions. It's like it's a whole big thing. And you- <laughs> so anyways, lions, gators, bears. Uh, there's a university in Texas oh my. that has live bears on okay. campus in a in a area. They got a bear area. It's okay. pretty wild. It is pretty anyways, wild. <laughs> so opinions, emotions, and this social media post upset you. No. So here's the thing. There's two posts that I want to talk about, right? One of them is the friend of the show, right? Her name is Wendy Sellers. And Wendy and I actually, Wendy and I did a couple of, um, couple of, uh, uh, actually a session together over at the, uh, at the Gila Ponds for HL Florida. Um, but you know what though? Um, she put a post out there and I, I called her afterwards. She and I had a good conversation. Actually, you know, I texted her, excuse me. So she and I were texting back and forth. I know why she posted it. Right. Um, so for anybody who, who hasn't read it, I'm going to put it in the actual show notes. But at the end of the day, um, Wendy was calling out um, that the Sherm organization um, pretty much it's it continued on to have the HR Florida event for the HR Florida State Council and 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 kind of told them either you have the event or you don't. I mean, I, I could be paraphrasing. We need to get Wendy on the show to fully understand um, okay. now. Okay, so, but at the end of the day, what what her thought process was is that the show should not have gone on. It should not have gone on. Um, they were social distancing guys. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that, in her opinion, that the the program should not have been there. Um, no, in her opinion, the program should not have gone on live. It should have been fully virtual. It should have been fully virtual, right? So, which I get it from from her perspective. Right. Um, it, it's that's the safest thing to do. Right. Um, I see it a little bit differently, to be honest. Um, I know why she put that out there. Um, and she has a very 
legit reason. So I, it's, I'll let her tell that story. But from my perspective, my thing is, right, and, I, and even I told her this. I'm like, then, then why'd you go if that's the case, right? <laughs> if you didn't like that the event was going on, why'd you go? And she actually did have a pretty good reason for it. Her reason, look, she made a commitment, right? Um, she has friends on the staff, so she made a commitment to it. Um, and she's going to follow through with that, which I, I really do respect that, right? Because the reason I love Wendy very much is because she is 100% honest. Is re- she, she, she's real. There isn't any filter there. But I, sure. I disagree with her on this. I do. And I did tell her that because I told her, look, um, I'm happy that they they did it live and virtual. To be honest, I wish they would have done the virtual and live at the same time, right? That way people can get the full experience and not a, a different experience. But I get it, right? Um, but let me tell you, the social distancing guidelines were there. The protocols were there. And JC, do you know what I found myself doing every time? Every time I run into somebody, I find myself asking the same thing. And it was this. Do you mind if I have a mask on? Do you mind if I have it off? Are you cool with it? Are you a handshaker? Are you a fist bumper? Are you a hugger? Or are you a social distance uh, 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 waving person? I had to ask. Everybody's asking the same thing all the time. But the measures were there. Now, were there people not following them? Yeah. She's right about that. Because there were people not following the those measures, and I've actually observed because in the article she does talk about there was some people, some HR or I don't want to call them HR professionals, I call them attendees, who they were called out by by the staff to please put on your mask, and they were making fun of that person. And I'm like, come on, they're just doing their job, leave them alone, right? So I get that piece, but. I'm glad they did it because at some point, if this is going to be our new normal, we have to learn how to work in this new normal environment. And at some point, we do have to get that going, do have to get that started. But JC, you know what? What HD and what uh, um, uh, Tina did and Terry and the entire team, they've done an amazing job to work this event for what it was, right? Now, um, it was a smaller setting. It was about 400 people there and live. And when normally they have about, I think, two or 3,000 uh, per year. Yeah, probably probably more like around four to 6,000. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's you. They normally have a lot. Yeah, it, it, but then because of what's going right. on, there were 400 people on uh, live and about, I think, about 700 um, that were virtual. Right? But you know what? Even with that, with everything happening, I found this event – from a social, from excuse me, from a net professional networking perspective, I found this event so much better than any other events, because in other events there's so many people, so much going on, and for some people, not you and I, some people, it sometimes is a little bit nerve wracking to strike up a conversation or get involved in a conversation with so many people there, but it, yeah. because it was so small. It's so intimate. It became really easy to strike up a conversation with anybody. And every conversation that I jumped into, JC, they were in it. It wasn't just regular chit-chat. It was talking about culture, progressing HR forward, and how do we handle what's happening right now in the world from an HR perspective. It was deep conversations, man. I was really impressed. I'm blown away right now. Like Just the terminology that you're using for this. It's like, in my mind, I'm conjuring up this image where like, you're leaving the big room. You start to have a conversation with someone from Apopka. <laughs> Discussions are going back and forth about how amazing Deltona is. <laughs> the sunsets. 
And now this discussion turns to intimate. And the music comes on. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> and there's like doves and alligators and craziness. Real alligators, not fake ones. Real alligators. Real, real alligators. Real alligators. <laughs> You're not going to get that with 6,000 people, but 400 people. You could have intimate moments like this. You, you do. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, and JC, when you go to other ones, right, it's all regular. Oh, huh, how's it going? Huh, it's Monday. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. <sighs> regular banter. Can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But in this one, it was, but I can take away your pain. Yeah. It was intimate. Yeah. If you started a conversation like that, I'm walking away. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? That's how half the conversations start for us like we'll be sitting <laughs> at a table at a conference and people come up singing to us we're like get out of here what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, man. i love it then they're asking for our autographs and stuff so let me ask you a question how many autographs did you give at this uh past conference i didn't i i i think i gave i don't know i don't know four four maybe five autographs you, you are so modest senior executive <laughs> lucy and i had a good discussion about this afterwards and she's like she couldn't believe Due to the intimate atmosphere, how many autographs you did give? <laughs> she kept tally. Do you know how many it was? How I, many? I'm about to tell you. How many? You gave 32 autographs. She did not say that. 32 autographs during sessions or in between sessions. That's absolutely unbelievable. You are a human resources rock star. At this no, point, I don't think know? so. I don't. I think I think well, Lucy. No, hold on. You I think Lucy. There. What she saw me signing was the slip for drinks and for food, <laughs> and I could very easily do thirty-two of those in one day. <laughs> okay, maybe that's the autograph she was. Talking yeah, that's about. what maybe she was talking about. Right you know what? Can I give hey, her some kudos? Hold on, hold on. I got to give Lucy some could. kudos, man. Here's why. Just about to ask you about yeah. her. Because Lucy is an intricate part of the show. She does a lot for this show. There's a lot of behind the the, the scene stuff that she does. Except now, the freaking social media. Well, I mean, there was a point that she had a lot on her plate with work. And, you know, work is always first, right? But <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. She has, she has done such an amazing job at this event. She is a very much an introvert. Uh, she doesn't like to be on the air, but she likes to be involved. So she was there. She was chatting up with everybody. There was one point where um, we got there on uh, 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 Monday. We're there. That's the first day of the actual event. And JC, did you see the setup that we had? They gave us an amazing yeah. setup, man. Yeah, dude. Hats oh, off to I HD and the team. So bad, Bro. I did. I, I would have been able to meet like all four hundred of those people with you, man. We were you know? the center of the entire event at the Expo Center. It was great. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. Come next year, and, and here's the thing too. Like vaccines aside, like I've I've had more vaccinations in the past two to three years than the average human being. Like, I, I, I think I might be immune to myself at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like, all the travel shots and everything in yeah. between, you know? Uh-huh. It's like people – Ricky tells you a story that he's taken a cruise somewhere. He's come back, and he says, come over to my house. We'll smoke some meat. And, and you take it at face value. So then you show up, and you realize that, yeah, he went to the Caribbean. He went to all these different islands and countries. He didn't get vaccinated for nothing. And now he's handling your pork. So, of course, you're going to get travel vaccinations just to eat at Ricky's. And That's there's right. nothing wrong with that. It's no offense to Ricky. <laughs> I don't care. You just want to protect yourself. So I've protected <laughs> myself over the past couple of years. And my, my thought process on this one, Mr. Baez, is that if coronavirus uh, was that, like, infectious to where it was, like, taking down all of us, 
I think I might already be vaccinated for it with everything that I've had to take. Just to well, uh, right, hold blood. on, dude. So wait, wait, you and I. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. No, wait, no, no. Wait a minute. There's some truth there. You and I served in the Marine Corps <laughs> together, right? We That's have. True. They've given us a lot of shots, and we've taken dude. a lot of pills for Vantrax. We had the hepatitis C anthrax. vaccine, and it doesn't even exist. <laughs> we we had the whole alphabet, all twenty six of them, all hepatitis <laughs> from yeah. A to Z. Like, I, oh yeah, I got, Doc, I got the Hep C vaccine. What are you talking about? That they don't have a vaccine for that. <laughs> I swear to God, Doc Willis gave me one. <laughs> oh, Doc, man, I missed Doc. Yeah, good yeah. guy, good guy. Yes. Hey, uh, so look, long story short, I was dying to be there. It broke my heart having to refund that money. It yeah. broke my heart having to stay right here. Yeah. It broke my heart not having the opportunity to be there. But it felt I, I had warmth. I had warmth emitting from my soul, knowing that Senior Executive Lucy was there with you doing amazing <laughs> things on the floor because she is an amazing human being. She really is. She, she, dude, I'm telling you, she did such an amazing job, and it, 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 it's she busted her behind to make sure everything was set up. But, but anyway, to to finish my story, um, so on day one we had no music. I forgot the big speaker that I carry everywhere. So I'm like, ah, there's no music. Crap. So I forgot, man. So I'm like, I I I told Lucy tomorrow we're bringing the speaker. So the next day, got the speaker over, started blasting old 80s music, and you could tell that just changed the vibe from every, for everything. I had a mic. I started talking to people, you know, just, just, just doing back and forth with everybody, just getting everything uh, lively and up and going. So I told Lucy, I got to go to a meeting because my session was a Monday. This was on a Tuesday. And then I had another session to do with uh, Dave Miklas, um, Wendy Sellers, and um, Summer Sherrod. We had asked an HR expert session that was happening on Tuesday afternoon. So I, I had to go upstairs for a meeting. I go upstairs and I'm like, God, I can't believe I just left Lucy alone because I know, I know how, how much she just wants to stay behind the scenes. I come back downstairs an hour later. There is Lucy, a bunch of people around her. She's laughing it up. They're laughing it up. The speaker's going and everybody's, it's, it's like a nightclub. And I'm like, what the heck happened to my Lucy? I lost her. It's not coming through, man. The music, I got, I need that on my end because it's not coming through. It, it's good though, man. Oh. So yeah, man. So um, she did an amazing job. So hats off to Lucy uh, for really stepping in um, when JC just couldn't go just because of the uh, New York dictatorship. I mean, because I completely get it. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, you had a call to make and dude, I so don't blame you, man, to fly down here and then fly back and then be confined to your home for 14 days. That's just not cool, man. So I completely get that. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's, um, a lot of people had that same rationale though, because some speakers backed out. So here's something funny, bro. So, um, the first day of the event was supposed to be actually was BJ Novak, who is, uh, he was a keynote speaker. He is a, a, I think he's an executive producer of the show, the office, a writer for the office and also stars in the office. He's known as Ryan. I don't know his last name. Yeah, he was the intern. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did start as an intern and then kind of got to be the boss and got, got fired. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, the whole cocaine thing in New York city and blah, blah, blah. Such a great show. Yeah. Really is. So anyway, I'm Very there. Good. And Lucy and I are excited because I'm like, I want to see, you know, it, it's it's Ryan from the office. And next thing you know, the Zoom conference comes up. And I'm like, what is this? And he's there. And I'm like, hold up. He's still, he's doing this virtually? So 
I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit upset because <laughs> he did that virtually. Um, I didn't know about it. Nobody knew about it. It's okay. I completely understand, but I really wanted to see him live, right? But he was there virtual. He did do a good job. That was live on our end at 9 o'clock. That's his, and his side is what, 5, 4 in the, uh, 5, 6 in the morning over in, in L.A., uh, John Petz, the MC, did an amazing job just interviewing him, going back and forth. Um, so we did that. But here's the funny part. I put a picture on social media on how the setup was in the general session room. And it looked really it just looked awesome. It's just really impressive because normally you see a room full of chairs next to each other, row by row by row to fill as many people in there as possible. So over, uh, because of social distancing guidelines, every chair was spaced out six feet from any other chair in all sides, front, left, right, back, whatever it is. And here's what I noticed. I didn't notice any chatter. I noticed people laughing, clapping, but I, I didn't notice any chatter because every time I had something smart I like to say, which I normally do at every event, I normally turn to the person to my right or to my left and say something snarky to make them laugh. And when I did that, they were six feet away. Not only that, they had a mask on, so I couldn't hear them. They couldn't hear me. It was really boring, uh, for me at least, right? So, But I noticed nobody else was chatting. So like in some events, people, you know, you hear some chatter left and right, but this social distancing is working not only to keep people safe from the coronavirus, but to stop people from talking when they shouldn't be talking. So it was actually a good play on their part. Hey, um, we do have some current events to get to today, and I want to make sure that we save time for those towards the end of the program. But but right now, since you're kind of talking about the conference, mm-hmm. um, and we had that blessed opportunity to sit down with Eve, uh, one of the uh, coordinating producers of the actual live event mm-hmm. uh, for, for floor traffic. That was a fantastic opportunity yes. that we had talking with her live there. Um, you also had a chance to talk to a few people along the way as well, correct? I did. I did. So um, it, it's, I wanted so, to give a shout out to the unsung heroes of the event, JC. So who are they, though? So, I mean, there's a lot of volunteers. Uh, there's a lot of, it's, you know, everybody knows HD. Everybody knows Tina. Everybody knows Terry. Because Who's that's HD? HD, Heather Devereaux. Heather, come no, on, dude. HD, the president. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I really want to meet her one of these days and talk. Uh, dude, she like, is really. awesome, man. She was on stage. Tina too, you know? Dude, they are spot on. The way yeah. they handled this event, given all the uncertainty, being the only live event from an HR space happening at that moment in time, they did a Very phenomenal, good. phenomenal job. And I want to give them a nice little round of applause to them because they really did a good job there. That's right. Good for them. Awesome. But you know what? There are some other unsung heroes, and those are the volunteers. They, I'm telling you, JC, to go up and down, left, right, all, everything they were doing to make this event as, as, as safe, as entertaining, and as valuable as possible. I saw them bust a sweat like nobody's business. So um, Amanda Brunson was one of them. She's a friend of the show. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, let's go ahead and... Uh... Let's hear from Amanda, shall we? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say, JC, until you put up your hand and you're yeah. like, tell you right now. When you set up your own clip and you're about to introduce yourself interviewing someone else and you're telling us about the clip that you're about to see from the viewer's perspective, it gets really freaking weird. No, I was trying to save you so that it was like a vocal break 
so people understood that there was a transition about to hit. Well, I was about to do that. Well, I was about to do that, right? Until you raise your hand. You're introducing yourself. No, I'm not. Holy, Holy, dude. I, I am so glad you stayed up there. We have the HR panda herself, Miss Amanda Brunson. Everybody, welcome, Amanda. There you go. Amanda, how are you? I'm great, Ricky. How are you? Uh, you know, hanging out, having a beer, talking to you. You know, we were, um, Lucy and I, We it, it, she got up early, came and picked me up. Oh, was it 7 a.m., right? Picked me up over at my house and, and then come over here. And I had breakfast. She hadn't. She had not had breakfast. Um, and then um, we get here. She gets a, what, a muffin and some kind of a weird parfait or whatever. Um, and then uh, we, the, the day started. I started, uh, we went over to see BJ Novak speak. We saw John and then the whole executive leadership team talking. And, and then it was my turn to do my presentation. So we started doing that. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, my God, it's 2 p.m. and we have not had lunch. So then wow. I'm like, so I'm like, hey, Lucy, go get some food. They got food over there. So I'm like, so she goes over there to go get some food, and I forgot I I haven't checked in yet, so I didn't have my ticket. So she comes back all defeated, like they didn't give me food because I didn't have a ticket. That's exactly how, how she sounds, folks, and that's exactly how she came back to uh, tell me. So now I'm legit because I'm like, I maybe she get a sign or something. But anyway, so we're here now, and this is the first time actually having some food. They got hors d'oeuvres going on. So, Amanda, what, what's, what's happened? What's all the buzz about? Because there's a lot of things happening right now here at the exhibition hall. Yeah, so the um, expo hall grand opening is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Oh, you're good. You're okay. Um, so there's hors d'oeuvres, there's drinks, uh, the special drinks of the conference, the pivot and the... Um, no, it was the pivot. The, what was the other one? I don't know because it has once, something to do about the event for tomorrow night. It's I can't remember the name. I of forgot it. what it was. Too. But anyway, yeah. it, there's drinks. There's fun. There's I've seen a guy jumping around on some type of stilts. I saw that too. <laughs> so I saw a guy walk around and he's doing magic tricks. Wow! And I'm like, is this guy? This guy just paid to come to a conference just to show <laughs> off his skills. And I think somebody told me, no, no, he's actually part of the act. Yeah. The guy just walks. He, he does street magic. He, I think he's like a preview for tomorrow night. So, oh, is that what? Ah, possible? Because tomorrow. Okay, so hold on. All right, let, let's. For people that don't know, tonight, what's happening tonight here at the Gala Ponds? <clears throat> All right. So right now we've got the Expo Hall grand opening. Right, it's uh, six o'clock. It started at five thirty. It's going to go on until about 7. People are going to go back to their rooms. They're going to change clothes. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to come back out for the HR Florida Social, um, where DJ Jim is going to be playing some music. Okay. Um, he was taking some requests earlier, so we told him he needed to play, um, like, the cha-cha slide. And <laughs> <laughs> what, is this a wedding? <laughs> okay, the cha-cha slide. Uh, some other fun stuff. Okay. Um, so that'll be this evening. But then tomorrow, we're going to have the greatest show event. Um, tomorrow evening. So I don't know exactly what's going to be going on, but it sounds like it's probably going to be something circus related. Well, dang, Amanda, you're really well versed in what's happening. So are, are you like a volunteer? Are you the president? I mean, what, <laughs> what, what, what do you got going on over here? So I am the Go Sherm Conference Ambassador mm-hmm. uh, for this year, but I'm also a volunteer. I spent most of my morning volunteering today, um, welcoming guests into the um, session this morning, general session. Mm-hmm. I spent about two hours over at the foundation table um, asking money or asking people for money. <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking money. <laughs> asking money. Okay, no, okay. Asking people for money. Um, and so, again, tomorrow morning I'll be at the general session welcome um, as well. 
Um, awesome. So, yeah, volunteering, ambassador, taking pictures, being on social media. Uh, if you've seen it, I've been on there, HR Panda. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got a mask that has the word HR and then a panda, and people are like, what does that mean? And I'm like... <laughs> That is actually pretty cool. Thank you. So, so I'll take a picture of it so I can put it on yeah. on, on the site. It's like a red or orange circle that has HR on it. Yep. But you got a panda with some really big orange reading glasses. Yeah, I need to actually get some some glasses to match. So, see, that would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. I thought about that too mm-hmm. late. Well, I mean, I remember because we had John Pets on the show before, and then yep. we talked about volunteers, yep. and then we had you on the show talking about volunteers. Right. So here we are. How many volunteers do we have? I haven't heard the actual number. Um, I did hear that we're a little lower this year, obviously, but yeah, I mean, that's what are they happening? Yeah. Um, but I've seen quite a few. I mean, there's people that have been manning the foundation table. We had some volunteers um, at the 5K last night. There's found, there's usually volunteers um, in all of the session rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, for introductions and stuff. So I've, if you've seen them running around, they're all in the teal T-shirts uh, or the turquoise ah. T-shirts. And so those are all the volunteers. Because there's, we- there's different T-shirts with different logos. And, and <laughs> I, I don't know who's who. There's a red T-shirt. Yeah, the red T-shirt is the council members. Okay. Um, and then the like turquoise shirts are the volunteers. I feel like I'm on a, like a, on a naval ship with all the different color shirts sending jets <laughs> off because there's so many different shirts here. Yeah. This is pretty well organized. Yeah, and some of the chapters have their own shirts. I know the Greater Orlando chapter, they've got some shirts. They're not all the same color, but they've all got the logo, and it looks like they've okay. all been wearing theirs today. Kind of right. jealous I didn't get one. <laughs> it's cool. you got a cool mask, <laughs> girl, so, so you're good with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's one of the biggest things that I'm hearing today with everybody that I'm talking to mm-hmm. is that, wow, this event is kind of small, yeah. right? Because people are not used. Normally, this event brings in about uh, 2,000, 3,000 right. people, and, and now it's just it's, it's even less than half of that. I heard him say this morning, it's 500 on site and 700 online. So, I mean, given what's happening with COVID, sure. I completely get it. I but do, too. I got to tell you, it, it's, uh, it's really, it's not what I thought it was going to be because I'm finding myself being, cause, you know, in a big conference, but like, for example, SHRM, the yeah. big national SHRM conference. Right. When you do that, and, and there's about 25,000 people, it gets intimidating when you want to talk <laughs> to people, especially when they're all congregating in, yeah. in their own group, right? But if you have something so small, then what happens is is that it gets more intimate and you're more open for conversation and networking, mm-hmm. which is what these events are so good for. Yeah. Are you finding that same thing happening with, with networking? Yeah, I am. and. Even in the sessions I've been in, a session I was in yesterday had eight attendees, and a session I had uh, this afternoon had about 11 or 12. Mm So it's live, not not so so live. So that's just live, right? Live, because live. They're, they're also doing the the virtual one. Right. That's a completely different that's schedule. Completely different Got schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have found that the sessions have been a little more intimate, where we've been able to kind of ask more questions, maybe more than we would normally want to. Yeah. Um, so that's been fun, but yeah, just intimate session. I feel like I can just walk up to like a smaller group of people and, yeah. you know, and not feel like I'm like truly interrupting, right? you know? but at yeah. least if I say, you know, I can be like, Oh, hello. And you know, they take a second, say hello. And you know, you go on your way. Well, you know what? It's weird because when you start doing those things, you know, especially at a conference, when, when a lot of people from the same organization go to the conference, yeah. they, they hang out together. Oh, I've, I've seen that too. <laughs> right? And I'm like, why do you just hang out with other people? Yeah. I mean, you can hang out at home, but yeah. I see that as well. I do think for this time, I mean, I've seen that in the past, but I think now it's because we've all missed each other so much. We haven't seen each other yeah. in six months. Yeah. So I think that's the re- I mean, 
I know it's been done in the past too, but I think it's just a bigger reason why it's being done right now yeah. because we just were like, oh, people we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? I get that. I get, especially, you know, I've been asking, you know, some, some of the employees here and, uh, and I hear the same thing. It's just so happy that we're here. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. it, not just the pot. I mean, everybody's happy the podcast is here, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's just we're here because this is the only conference they've seen, right? Um, ever since the whole shutdown because of the pandemic, so they're back at work. And let me tell you, because I needed a power strip here, you know, mm-hmm. when 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 we were setting up, and they just bend over backwards for you to right. make sure it's done. And and, and and look, I completely get it. Um, but you know, it, it, it's uh, I like how it gets really intimate. I like because my session earlier, I didn't. Have, I had about what thirty people, Lucy. In my session earlier, about thirty, right? It's the the room was about a half, not not half, no, no, that that even half, right? That's because again the whole COVID thing, but sure. it was intimate, and people were more inclined to ask questions because even before me saying, "Does anybody have any questions?" hands were already up. Mm-hmm. People were asking questions. I'm like, "Oh, this is new." But you know what else that I noticed? Uh, something I never th- that is creepy. Do you see that? No, I'm sorry. There's okay. I, I'm sorry. I know people can't see it, right? But uh, I wish I had video. There's these guys jumping around in stilts. He's doing flips, and we're in the uh, expo hall. And this the hard cement floors. If he falls on his head, I mean, I don't want to laugh on the outside. I mean, <laughs> but he's a professional. I just, I'm sorry, that just caught my eye. Sorry about that. No squirrel. But, yeah, I know squirrel moment. <laughs> no, but look, it, see, he did it again. Sorry. So. One of the things that I'm noticing is uh, uh, normally when I go to a conference and I see people that I haven't seen in a while, uh, oh, my God, give them the biggest hug or a handshake. But now I'm like, I find myself asking, right, can, I, can I hug mm-hmm. you? Can I shake your hand? Yeah. Can I, you know, pound your fist? Something. Because that seems to be what you have to ask because you don't want to be in a situation where they're a little bit icky with everything going on. And this just push you away. <laughs> I actually had somebody shake my hand without asking my permission, and I did it without thinking, and then I went straight for the hand sanitizer. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> because it was someone I didn't know. I don't blame you. No, it's perfectly okay. We, you know, when I saw you, uh, what was it, two days ago, yeah. right, because uh, Lucy and I were unpacking, and I hear Ricky, and I'm like, oh, Amanda, what's the yeah. first thing I asked you? Can I hug yep, you? Is that exactly. okay? Yeah, give a big hug. Right? And I'm fine with that. I'm good with hugs. If you yeah. see me and I know you, I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> I might not hug you if I don't know you, but. It's okay. You know, but here's the thing, right? It, it, it's that this whole COVID thing is really changing. Yes. How we interact with people. It is. It's going to change. And, and, and I got to tell you, at first I'm thinking, are we really going to do a separate pre-recorded session for for the for the virtual people and then the live one but i'm starting to understand why that's a good idea right because you want a well produced event for the people that are paying for it live sure um and that and and i just found out they can go back and see everything through december yes that is pretty cool yeah so um it's the virtual library Uh, it's going to be available through december um you know it's like an extra cost, of course, but I think yeah. it's like ninety nine dollars if you do it by Wednesday. By Wednesday, and after Wednesday is one fifty. That's right. Um, and then volunteers get it as a perk. Oh, that's awesome! So that's I get, good. I'll have the opportunity since I got to had to volunteer this morning and miss your session and yeah. summer session and a couple of other sessions I missed. I'll get to to go back and see it now. So. Well, I heard our good friend David Miklas, uh, who should who should come here later. He and I were talking earlier. He says speakers actually get it. 
also. Oh, nice. That's a perk. That's awesome. So I'm like, cool, because I want to see his session. Yeah. I, I wanted to see Summer's session. Yeah. Um, there was a session that uh, uh, David was talking about earlier about drug testing in 2020. Mm. And I'm like, God, I want to see that. Yeah. You know, because that, to me, that's a big one because there's just some laws that do have to change from an employment perspective right. uh, to make sure we get the right people. So that's one. I, I mean, there's a lot of really good concurrent sessions going around. Right? Yeah. So today, which one did you see today? Um, so today I saw... Uh, Painful Meetings No More uh, by Brandon Allen. Was that painful? It was probably <laughs> one of the better sessions I've ever been to. Awesome. awesome. Um, Brandon's so energetic. And I, I know Brandon, so yeah. that's really the reason I went. I was like, you know. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Um, but I heard somebody in my session go, that was like the fastest hour. Like, they just couldn't believe that the session was over already. Wow. Um, so, very energetic. So, you know, if you are have the virtual thing to go back and watch it again please check his out um and brandon brandon allen allen and he was talking about painful meetings no more so he is a uh, professional like facilitator that's what his job is okay um so he was just talking about like he was training us on how to have better meetings okay um and he did throw in you know the element of virtual it was kind of towards the end kind of fast but overall it was just how to have better meetings just in general i'm curious about that how how do you have better meetings well, I don't want to. Th- I don't want to give it all away. Okay, um, right. but he did say the one thing you have to remember. You have to remember the number one rule, um, which is everything is a gift, and what that mean. And that kind of um, comes in around the the conflict. Yeah. And he said, you know, if somebody gives you some conflict, take that as a gift. Find a way to turn it around, and you know, huh. find a way to deal with it. You know. Okay. Um, what happened? So anyway, <laughs> okay. something I thought of that I don't really want to talk about. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I saw your face and I'm like, what did she see? <laughs> some conflict okay, in I my head. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, I get it. But anyway, I thought it was a really good, um, that was like the biggest takeaway, you know, okay. for me. And um, obviously, like, I would love for, for people to be able to to watch that, to just get the whole... I'm going to go grab that. Then. And actually, I had someone from um, Sherm ask me if I would write a blog about his session. So I'll be following up. What? That's right. You're writing a blog. Um, you, you're the official blogger, right, well, for HR Florida 2020? <laughs> no. no. Just... Just say yes. Just yes. say yes. Yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You are, ladies and gentlemen, we have Amanda Brunson, the official <laughs> blogger of HR Worldwide Florida 2020. <laughs> Yes, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> well, because, because you and I had a conversation yeah. about my session, yeah. right? And then we started talking about, and, and, and I remember thinking, you asked me if we if uh, you could interview me mm-hmm. for the blog. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And you did it, and I read it, and I'm like, holy crap, she is really good at this. <laughs> Thank you. Not that I doubt it, you. <laughs> but I saw, because look, what, look sure. one of the things that, <laughs> that I take a look at whenever I'm about to read something, how long is it, right? <laughs> And then, and Lucy, here's the funny part, right? You'll get a kick out of this. She, I, I've, I've read the one she's done before. Mine is by far the longest. And I'm like, holy crap, I talk so much. <laughs> I know. She, she's nodding her head because she knows me forever. Right? And I even prefaced, like, I know this is long, <laughs> but it's worth the read. <laughs> but I was like, wow, you've got a knack for that. Thank and then you, you share with me. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you wanted to do in college, right? Yeah, when I was in high school, I was on the high school newspaper and um, yearbook staff, mm-hmm. and that was something that I wanted to do. I loved to write. I thought I wanted to do that. Went to school for a year studying journalism. Didn't pan out. 
I found that I rather would write for fun and for myself rather than do it for work. I get that. Um, so then I, at that point, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So then I took some time, and then I found HR. So the rest Look is history. Look, and, and, then, <laughs> so, and you graduated from the uh, Master's of HR program at, at Rollins College. I did, right? yep. Um, and now I remember uh, when, you, when you and I talked about Disrupt HR Orlando, and I kept saying, Amanda, you got to do this. You got to do this. And for those of you who don't know Disrupt HR Orlando, it is nerve-wracking. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And you did it. And you knocked it out of the park. And Thank now you. I'm pushing you. Let's do it again. <laughs> so now my question to you, you've been around the block. When are we going to see uh, Amanda Brunson speaking in HR, HR Florida? I mean, come on. Uh, I had somebody else ask me that this morning. And I'm oh. like... Uh, and they're like, but you've done disrupt. That's you that's got to be nerve wracking. I'm like, yeah. five minutes for me, whether it's like intense or not, is like is easy. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I just for me, I have to find something I'm super passionate about, mm-hmm. and to be able to talk on it, you know, for five minutes, yeah. for an hour, whatever. And I just haven't found that yet. Yeah. I think I don't. You know, the one that I did, I think in Daytona. Um, about making like HR people like better people. We yeah. need to, you know, whatever. I, I could probably turn that into an hour session. I don't think anybody would get credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, but, come on. Yes, you can. Um, anyway, I don't know. It's not going to be next year because I think usually you have to turn those things in like a year in advance or at least nine, nine about or ten nine, months. Nine, ten months in advance. Yeah. I so know, maybe twenty twenty two. Maybe oh, don't co- don't quote. Don't hold me to that. I don't know. Let me talk to HD. I'm like, dude, I got somebody for you. Uh, <laughs> and she will do a great job. You know, but I mean, you Thank and I, you for the credit. But No, uh. dude, I'm telling you, you did a great job at, 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 um, at Disrupt HR. And again, yeah. that is really difficult. Yeah. This is, speaking for an hour or two is easy. Yeah, because you can just, you know, just, just, just start talking and go back and forth. Five minutes Dude, yeah, that that's hard, right? Because you got to get a lot in there. But you know what? You and I share two passions. You and I have a couple of passions mm-hmm. in common. HR is one of them. Yep. But the other was Disney. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it, Lucy. I remember. Um, uh, so my wife, son, and I were at uh, Hollywood Studios, right? And I'm walking, and I hear Ricky. And now I heard you the first time, right? But you you yelled it twice. The reason I ignored it because I heard it. Now, firstly, because every time I'm walking somewhere and I hear Ricky, normally it's somebody that I fired. (laughs) And I do not want to talk to that person. (laughs) I don't know if I ever shared this story with anybody out here. So uh, a few years, no, more than a few years ago, when I used to do HR for the um, uh, for Orange County Public Schools. Mm Um, I had to let go of this uh, bus driver. Right? I'm not going to say his name, but I had to let him go. But he had a really deep Jamaican accent. Right now, to be honest, it's one of those situations that there were some um, uh, some students that were really rude to him, like really, really rude to him. And the reason I know that's because there was a cell phone video. But he responded back in an equally rude fashion. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And they caught you in camera too, so I had to let him go. Mm. Right, so I, I felt bad, but that was part of the union contract that yeah. we had. This happened anyway. So my wife and I are at uh, Five Guys Burgers in Altamont, right? And uh, he was he was so upset when I let him go. So three months later, we're at Five Guys Burgers. And if you guys haven't been to Five Guys Burgers, I'm gonna send them a bill because I'm about to you know <laughs> I'm talking about them quite a bit. Um, you do the line, you order your food. And then you kind of go get your food or whatever. So I, I order my food, and now I'm waiting for it, right? And then I hear, with, with, with the deepest Jamaican accent, 
Mr. Baez. And I'm like, oh, my God. I look over, and it's him. He's in line. And he's like, still got a dollar in my pocket for a cheeseburger, man. And I'm like, oh, good. Good to see you. Hey, can I get this to go? I need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's not. And then uh, 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 another time, I'm in Canada. I'm in Niagara Falls. And I hear teach, and uh, people call me teach because I used to do diversity training yeah. and everything. It was a firefighter that I let go <laughs> years ago. And my wife is like, really? Internationally, people know you because you fired him. <laughs> this is interesting. I'm like, I'm just not going to look. <laughs> so when I'm at Disney <laughs> and I hear Ricky, I'm like, just look forward. <laughs> and my wife is like, Hey, somebody's calling. And I'm like, oh, thank God, it's Amanda. Hi. <laughs> I gave her the biggest hug. <laughs> well, I'm glad you turned around because then I would have felt like an idiot because I just thought that I was it was you and it, that it might not have been. So. No, no, no. It definitely <laughs> wasn't me, right? <laughs> no. So how often do you go to Disney? Um, at least once a month, sometimes two times a month. I no longer feel bad. <laughs> I thought I was bad once a month. Mm. No. Okay. I mean, since they've reopened in the middle of July, I've been four times. Yeah. Maybe five. I'm going on Wednesday after the conference. Oh, you are? Yeah. Awesome. Well, so. this weekend we're staying there. We're staying at, well, I'm not going to say it, but we're staying at the property because <laughs> I don't want to see where. Yeah. Next thing you know. No, so uh, for Labor Day weekend we're staying yeah. there. We're a DVC members, so we're staying on DVC property. Yeah, we so. need to talk about that. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> trust me. The best decision I've ever made. Yeah. I'll be staying on property for my birthday next oh, month. Oh, awesome. So I'm really okay. excited. I've got some friends coming down from uh, West Virginia, and they're going to come yeah. stay with me. We're going to. Make a long. Actually, they're going to be here for a week now because one of their flights got canceled. So. Is this their first time at Disney? No. No. Okay. So, so they've been there <laughs> this will be their first time staying on property. They've never done Ooh, that before. That's going to get and them. That's going to get I'm them. I'm not going to say where we're staying, but I'm super excited. <laughs> okay. No problem. Afterwards, I'll tell you. Okay. No, I get it. I get it. No. So how? So um, how do you like their social distancing guidelines that they have on there right now? I have to be honest. I feel so much safer there than I do going to the grocery store. Really? I do. Okay. I, right. You know, everybody's required to wear masks. Yeah. Um, it's strictly enforced. I saw a post on Facebook the other day. Somebody said that they found a secluded spot. They took their masks off for two seconds to take a selfie, and they had three cast members on them within seconds. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> to put wow. their mask back on. No, they don't play. Yeah, they don't play. So, I appreciate that, yeah. though. I mean, look, I'm, I'm one of those that I rather not wear a mask, but I understand why we right. need it. I mean, I get it, right? Yeah. Um, because we're doing it here at the yeah. event, right? So th- there's there's a big emphasis on wearing your mask yeah. and social distancing. And I get it. But everybody I've run into, right, Uh I always ask, are you cool if I have the mask off? Like, yeah, absolutely. Everybody's yeah. okay with it. I mean, look, it, it's we're adults to each his own, but I completely sure. get it. Yeah. I really do because we do have to be safe. Yeah. And, you know, it's still very real because, you know, I don't know if you know this um, or not. It's I know there's a lot of companies right now that are doing furloughs again. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. Or not. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so American Airlines, actually, they're doing layoffs now. Uh, United Airlines doing layoffs. A lot of other organizations are, are doing furloughs. So the economy kind of went up, and it's kind of slowing down again. And, yeah. and, uh, and when and the airlines go down, my company goes down. So I don't want to hear mm, that. You don't want that. I know. <laughs> I don't want you don't that. want that. No, I get it. I get it. So when it comes to HR. Yep. I know it has a lot of different facets of it. What is your favorite part of human resources? Like, what are you passionate about in that field? 
there's a couple of things. So employee engagement is probably my number one favorite because I just love putting events together. Like I could be an event planner on the side. Okay. <laughs> um, but just putting events together, keep people engaged, you know, just doing whatever I can to, to make sure people are happy having things that they need. Um, so that would be like one aspect of it. But I also really enjoy the onboarding and orientation because, you know, you get to welcome new people to your to your organization yeah. and um, you're kind of like the first person they really have a lot of, you know, interaction with and you can kind of make or break their experience for them, yeah. you know. Um, and I just true. love yeah. giving them that positive experience for their first day or two, however long they spend with yeah. me. So Okay. All right, so now we're day one. It's, it's done, actually. It's yep. about 6.30. It's actually day two for me because I was here yesterday, too. Well I, mean, well, I mean, day three for us. We got here Saturday, but okay. <laughs> You're, it's the first official day, so yeah. I'll give you that. So now we got tomorrow, and yep. then it ends on Wednesday, Correct. half a day, and then you're going to Disney. Yep. What do you plan to get out? What is the one thing you plan to get out of this event? What do you want to take Just, back to your job? Yeah. Um, I actually attended another session today that was about how to be a better business partner. Ooh. And okay. that's my title. And I kind of feel... Your title is how to be a better business partner? No. No. <laughs> my title is HR business partner. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm doing the best that I could be doing. I feel like I got promoted from generalist to business partner back in January. But my responsibilities haven't really changed a whole lot. Mm. And I know that they should. Like, I feel like they should, you know, because I'm, I'm in a different role now. And... Um, so I just want to kind of understand, you know, what I should be doing. And, you know, they taught today, you know, you know, being more strategic, learning more about the business. And I kind of knew that, but I learned a little bit more of, like, what I should be doing to yeah. get there. So that was really helpful. Um, just going to the various sessions um, that I can go to, learn as much as I possibly can. There's a session on Wednesday morning. Says so Sheldon's on your staff. <laughs> oh, and it's about Sheldon from, from yeah from Big Bang. Yeah, okay. Um, Big Bang Theory, and it has to do with people that might have like social difficulties. Well, I work for a technology company. I have a lot of software developers, uh, and some of them are you know a little yeah. It's, it's, no, I I <laughs> so, get what you're saying. You can say it is okay. Yeah. Some of them, you know, everybody's different. Amanda, exactly. Yeah, so so okay. I just want to be able to connect better because I feel like I connect really well with a lot of the population mm-hmm. at my company. The software developers, not as much, okay. um, and I feel like maybe that session will help me have a better connection with some of them. So. Okay, <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Right. So you well, know, we'll see. Um, that's what, when is it? That's Wednesday morning at seven o'clock. So I'm going to get up early. I am early. not going. <laughs> watch it. Watch it on the virtual. Thing. I, I will watch it on the virtual. My first time speaking in HR Florida a couple of years ago. My first session was at seven a.m. Yeah. And I'm like, you are killing me. <laughs> Because I'm thinking nobody's going to show up. Yeah. Like 150 people showed up. I'm like, y'all That's crazy. <laughs> it is incredible. At 7 a.m. And the night before, I forgot. I don't know if it was Florida. I forgot who it was. But it was the day after the big nightly event. Yeah. And I'm thinking nobody's going to show up. Oh, yeah, they did. I'm after sure I hung probably over. wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, uh-uh. I was talking to David Miklos because I think one of his sessions is at 7 a.m. Oh, you poor guy. <laughs> I hated those. But then again, my session today was two hours. Yeah. And Lucy's telling me, you're the only one with two hours. And I'm like, no, there's others with two. She's like, Ricky, you're the only one with two hours. I'm like, holy crap, am I? I think there's a few more, but not that many more. I, I guess they know I'm long-winded. There were... <laughs> Four three-hour sessions yesterday, and I what? Yeah, so there was two in the morning, 
and then two, and they were the pre-conference sessions. So three hours. Yep, and they were worth more like uh, credit hours for certifications. Uh, and I was okay. worried because I get bored on an hour session yeah. sometimes, depending on the speaker. Yeah. So I was worried to go sit in three hour sessions, but I went <laughs> to one, and it was. I mean, I didn't start drifting off and i wasn't drifting off because i was bored i was getting hungry that was like 10 minutes to the end i mean i stayed engaged the entire time leading up to that okay so wow that, that's just <laughs> up who was the speaker that was tom topping tom Topping. yep what do you talk about again i'm sorry you <laughs> you were there for three hours Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> i love sorry. it um, it's been I'm a not long... going to cut this out. I, I, I walked a 5K yesterday. Anyway, he talked about um, millennials, but not in the way that you would think. Like, oh, I, saw, I saw you tweet about yeah, that. Okay. Um, but it was about um, recruiting multi-generational workforce. Yes. And so it was talking about the stigma and the stereotypes of millennials and the information we get in surveys may not actually be accurate. Yeah. Um, one thing that he said that really blew my mind was 59% of um, people 18 to 25 mm-hmm. are um, considered to be um, un- or living at home. But what they didn't say was people living or college students living in a dorm were put into that 59%. Um, so it's like, you know, there's a lot of statistics out there that might be skewed a little bit yeah, depending yeah. on the data. So it was just, he was kind of debunking some of those myths yeah. and stereotypes. It was just really, really interesting. I saw you tweet about it because yeah. I saw you tweet something about millennials and then somebody else jumped in. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't <laughs> want to... Twitter. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't want to jump in too much, right? Somebody, you, you said something about millennials Millennials, and you said something about the conference. Somebody jumped in. Why are people having conferences these days? And I'm like, should I help Amanda out? Because I love a good fight. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. Let me just like her post. Gotta now, love the Twitter. You, you, you got to, because you know what? Here's, here's my thing, right? If you're so concerned about social distancing, don't come. Exactly. It's as easy, it's as, easy as that, right? <laughs> just don't come, right? Or or just attend virtually. But if other people want to show up, leave them alone. Who cares? So that's why I'm like, is this even worth it? <laughs> right? Because I'm, you know, I'm talking to Tina and I'm talking to HD and I'm giving them credit because, man, for them to still, against all odds, yeah. roll with this, that takes guts. Yeah. That really takes guts. And I'm glad. At first I'm like, should we do it? But you know what? I'm going to roll with them. I'm glad they did. Yeah, right? I am too. I, I'm glad because then we get into a more intimate setting. I love networking. I know you love networking. Yes. And, and I, I just, again, I feel bad for the, uh, for the exhibitors, which I'm going to have a few coming up here. And I saw, I saw Lena come over and then she left. Yeah. So I got to get her in here, but I really want to get some exhibitors in here, you know, just to get talking and just know them and yeah. get to know them to, to, to just chat it up. Right. Sure. But you know, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's, uh, it gains more traction events like this because I'm starting to realize the smaller is better. Yeah. Right? So I'm starting to realize that. So with that said, let's go ahead and pause right now. Sure. Right? So um, you'll be back tomorrow. I will be back tomorrow. All right, come on. I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> I'm going to hunt you down. And um, you're going to Disney on Wednesday. Yeah, afterwards. I'm going to be here for the se- for the morning sessions. I'm just going to go afterwards. I'm going to hit you up because if you're going to be in the weekend, let's hook up. Yeah. I'll let you know because sure. we're going to raggling rules on Friday. <laughs> so, all right, Sounds lady, good. Thanks for having me, Ricky. No, I got you. So that is... <laughs> 
Panda Bear, HR Panda, Amanda Bronson. You can watch for her on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? The HR Panda. Hold on, guys. R- write this down. The <laughs> HR Panda. Look, follow her on Twitter. She does an amazing job capturing these events. JC was following you, too, about all the events happening today. You helped us up at the website, <laughs> uh, at the, uh, at, at our, uh, uh, on our Twitter today. So, because we took some of your pictures, we give you hey, credit. That's okay. Right? But thank you very much. Follow her. Um, and if you need any kind of, should I say it? Any kind of, uh, I don't know, freelance HR work? <laughs> should they reach out to you? Hey, you know. I'm open to HR Panda. That's right. (laughs) All right, folks, thank you very much. We're going to continue on, and uh, we'll talk later on. Have a good one. All right, bro, come on. How was that? Right? It's, dude, Amanda has been a friend of the show, and she really, look, for somebody to give that much time to an event like that, and just for HR in general, you have to respect that work ethic. So, Amanda, thank you very much. I really, you're, I really appreciate you coming over to the broadcast booth. She was asking. She was definitely asking for JC, right? But you know what? He wasn't there. But we get it. But, Amanda, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You know, thankfully, we did stay up on social media while things were uh, going on. And, uh, well, we went live with the show that one time uh, when you were on the floor. I had a great opportunity to just stay in touch with the things that she was putting out there mm-hmm. to then help further promote it. So very good coordination all the way around. There was a stir, though. There was a stir <laughs> on social media that there was someone by the name of Lena and Jeremy that had spent some time with you. Oh, dude, let me and the tell stir you. Man. As of right now, the rumor <laughs> that's going around as of right now is that <laughs> I'm going to be blunt with go this, ahead, Rick. Go you ahead, ready? Go ahead. The rumor right now is that you could be out of a job on this show because of the two of them. <laughs> they might replace you and me, and we'd have to start a brand new you show. You know what? They That's need their own show. You know what? I'll tell you what. They need their own show. So, all right. So, let me set this up. I'm going to set this up, JC. Hey, hey, hang on. Hang on, though. Honestly. <laughs> they do need their own show, and I'm with you on this they one. Do. And I know already a few other people that do. We need to come up with an HR talk internet radio station and get that Ooh, on Sirius XM. Bro. And then everyone has their own program throughout the span of the day. That's that's really what we need to do. You'd have us on there. You'd have Sweet Baby Jay. You'd probably have oh. about two to three other HR podcasts that don't suck. <laughs> it's and then some awesome. brand new emerging ones, you know? So there's opportunity out there. And I already know the musicians that could play some music in between. That's you know? a great idea. Saying, Holy you know? crap. Okay. I like that idea. Could you imagine spending an hour with Tim the Garbage Man? I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Dude. These are, these yes. are real things. <laughs> It these really real is. Things. And these are our people, so don't try to steal the ideas. No, That's absolutely. Okay, it's, it's, so, so Lena and Jeremia. No, Lena and Jeremy. So I That's met I Lena. Said. I met Lena Graves over at Disrupt HR Daytona earlier this year. Uh, Summer Sherrod um, uh, set that up, and I met Lena there. So she and I started talking. Go ahead. Yes. Love Summer. Good person. Great people. Oh, the person, not very good people, not the season. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, so yeah, no, yeah. So summer's awesome. Uh, but Lena, Lena, and I started talking, and this was right before the pandemic hit. And then she told me she was doing a uh, an HR event, uh, her own HR conference later on this year. So she and I started talking about that. Um, obviously, that got put on hold because of of everything that's happening. So she has a company. So she was there as an exhibitor. She and I started talking, and actually, she came to talk to us on Sunday. That Sunday before. Um, on the show. So we started talking about her company. Her company is Culture Connect, 
Um, and then uh, she is the chief culture officer, no, chief people officer of that organization. So she was there with her husband, Jeremy Graves, and they were just, dude, seeing them work together at that exhibition hall, I'm like, you got to come over on the show. And we started talking, and we, dude, wait till you hear this. You're going to love it. This is Lena and Jeremy Graves. I got two amazing guests in front of me right now. I have the amazing Lena Graves and the amazing Mr. Lena Graves, <laughs> Jeremy Graves. How are you? All right. Woo. Thanks All right. for having us. <laughs> no, thank you for coming. Really appreciate it. So, HR Florida 2020, what do you think? You want me to go? It's, go it's been amazing. Um, yeah. We've had... Uh, by our booth, I think we just counted uh, 125 um, visits of wow. attendees. So seriously, it, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. You know, it's, it's looking around. I think people are just happy to get out. You know, they okay. want to be out of out of where they were cooped up. Everybody's yeah. been cooped up. Get out here and spend some time mingling. And if you look around now, you got people jumping around on stilts, doing backflips, right? and <laughs> drinking. I mean. I had Amanda here earlier, uh, Amanda Bronson. Yeah. You know her, right? yeah. Oh, I haven't so seen her. She and I are talking, right? And then um, we're talking and we're in the zone. And I, I squirrel moment. I see a guy flip. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I'm like, somebody got hurt. Work is comp. Somebody's have to fill out that, that the, information right now. And I'm like, oh, no, they belong here, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's I think just so. people just show up and still, so HR conferences. It's not just a guy doing shots and doing flips. Mm, like. I mean, that's normally my Tuesday <laughs> night, right? <laughs> so, I'm with you. Well, well earlier you said yeah we're not 20 anymore you're right you're right about that because sometimes i get on my weekends and my mind thinks i'm 20 my mind and my body reminds me no you're not dude <laughs> you're so not no but yeah it's so so your company is called what what's your company Culture Connects, okay. we are a company dedicated to workplace culture. And a lot of people ask about the name because people think connect, but it's connects, yeah. right? And so what that means is the next level of connection. So I combine the words into the name. Everything that has to do with workplace culture, uh, you name it, we do it. I'm an HR professional by background, and uh, I, my passion is workplace culture, and so that's why I founded the company because I realized that workplace culture is the number one thing that organizations need to have in order to be successful in their business. And even with all the marketing strategies or sales strategies or anything that they do, if there is no workplace culture, mm-hmm. um, then you have nothing. You, you might be successful for a short period of time, but there is an end date to that. When you have good workplace culture and with people not just like going to work, but when mm-hmm. they love going to work, it's just the most amazing feeling. I love going to work every day, and I want everybody to feel the same way. And my whole goal with Culture Connects, which is why I call it the people business, mm-hmm. it's all about the people. It's all about creating that experience that then your employees become the ambassadors of your organization rather than you mm-hmm. having to be the one who's marketing and trying to sell your product. So, so we talked about that yesterday. Was it yesterday? When do, yeah, I, it was. It's been... Did, the days are coming in. It was in. three days ago. It Ricky. was three days ago. I was out for that long. God, that vodka. It's the vodka, right? It's the right. vodka. That's it was, it you sure it wasn't you doing flips? Is it? No. I mean, I feel like I'm doing them now. Right? So we did talk about that. So something I find. So you guys are a husband, wife, business partners. You guys do this together, right? Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, we're so business we partners. The husband, wife things debatable, but yeah. yeah. So legally. Uh-huh. We've been husband and wife since COVID started because we've had to, we, we spent normally for the last eight years, she travels one week, I travel the next. We're weekend husband and wives. 
wait, did I pluralize wives? I meant <laughs> husband wife. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't know there were others, but we're gonna go with that. Hold on, guys. I do not. I don't want this show to be. We're gonna send su- it down that submitted road. Submitted into evidence. <laughs> And a future court hearing. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. So we're okay. Ricky, am I getting this recorded? No, that's all I need to know. Am I getting for the lawyers. <laughs> You're, I don't know. Who's going to give me vodka? <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Lena, raise her hand. Let's get James back over here. <laughs> give him the American Express. We need more vodka. Give, that, give me the American Express. We'll guess what. I'll get you some points. There you go. All right. <laughs> You're right. All right. No, well, I wanted to ask because I know um, uh, some, some, some couples do a really good job. At, at, at working together. Some do not. It really depends on the relationship, right? So if I can ask, it, it, it's how is it being a, in a relationship personally and professionally? How does that work? So, uh, so here's my thought. So we both have uh, careers outside of Culture Connect. Mm-hmm. So uh, Culture Connects is in addition to what we do. So we have that opportunity to have our own things going on um, we actually do have even though I hate to admit this because he's going to hold this over my head but we do have a great business partnership and the talents that I do not possess all fall on Jeremy because if I can't figure it out he has no choice he has to figure ah, it out this is true so, this isn't this is true in personal life everyday life so at least, I mean that's for a good marriage to last absolutely Bingo. so we establish who's the boss right so yep. we figure that out fairly that is quickly you. Uh, yeah. but then you know what's great about it is the truth is a lot of our friends and our neighbors they were like we're really going to see how strong your marriage is because you guys haven't spent that much time together for eight years mm-hmm. we traveled so we were truly only weekend husband and wife not wives <laughs> I pluralize that by accident <laughs> it's, uh, it's, dude, just stop drinking just, just can, stop we, drinking. can we edit that out <laughs> No, this is this is live. No, it ain't. Staying. It is staying. I have evidence. I have solid go. evidence. But it, anyway, so everybody's like, we're going to see how strong your marriage really is because you guys are about to spend a lot of time together. We are so busy that sometimes we often even forget. Like I have my office at home and he has his office. And sometimes we really like, quote unquote, go to work and we don't see each other until seven at night. Um but it's been an amazing partnership. We we do have this whole thing together. He knows this is my passion, mm-hmm. uh, being an HR professional for almost 20 years, which is a lot longer than I care to acknowledge. Mm. I, yeah. I started when I was like eight, something like that. <laughs> um, I started before I was born then. There, there you, you go. go yeah. <laughs> but, but it's great because what I do with Culture Connects, to me, is I, I do it out of passion. I absolutely love the idea of people feeling the way I feel when I go to work. And the way I feel when I go to work is I, I'm excited. I love doing what I do. And so my heart is my heart and soul are all into this whole let's just make people feel the same way that I feel or even better if that's even possible when they go to work. And I think that the one way you can do this is by having a good workplace culture mm. and more importantly, what, what I, we often forget to acknowledge is the fact that how we feel at work reflects a lot on who we are mm. in our regular everyday lives as people, at how, what kind of a parent we are, husband or wife or family member or friend. Because even though people say, leave your problems at home or leave your work problems at work, this is part of our lives. And so if we have an amazing work experience, we can't help it but to go home and sort of share that with our family. So instead of having this idea of a 
work-life balance. I call it work-life integration because that is all who you are as an individual and as a professional. And when you bring those things together, you can't help it but to have the best of both worlds. And I think that's Dude. what we have. Dude, that that deserves an applause. That is awesome. 100%. Yeah. Why are you speaking at the event? I know. Dude, I know. that is such a, I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, you could do a two-hour session just on that alone. Because you know how many how many couples really want to go out and venture and do other things? But, it, well, together, right? And they don't just because of that fear. Exactly what, what your neighbor said. This is going to test it, mm-hmm. right? You should, you should do a presentation on that. I, I know. It's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, you know, it, it's, such a, it's such an important thing for me. I obviously wanted to speak at the conference, and I yeah. tried to get into as many events, but I had a lot going on this time, but certainly um, ready for the next one. But absolutely, I think that people need to understand the fact that it is possible and that we all own that journey, right? We decide how we feel at our jobs every single day. But then when you have that company who is supporting that and who is not saying, hey, Jeremy, uh, leave your work problems at work and come home or vice versa. Hey, mm-hmm. Lena, or, or leave your personal life at home and don't bring it to work when you clock in at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. you're done. Um, it's not realistic. If my child is sick, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to stop thinking about that. If if I have an issue with my family member, with my parents, it's not realistic that we say, don't you can't think about your sick child while you're at yeah, work from 8 yeah. to 5. That's what's on my mind. And so yeah. what I want organizations to know is we are all human and we're all loving family members before we are anything else. And what we're able to do when we have the type of workplace culture where we embrace who our employees are, they are that's the most loyal group of people you can yep. have. And you can't pay anyone enough money to duplicate that somewhere else. You got that right. I used to be a, a, a big person, right? The, in my in, in the way that I presented to my team. I'm in. I, I run a healthcare company. I've done this for a long time, and I used to always preach: leave your problems at the door. We don't need them here. You're taking care of patients. Him. Patients first. <laughs> she did, I, and and that was kind of my my mantra. But I've learned over the years with her being you know being involved in what we do and everything, and I um I, I've taken that back, and I you know what. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what's going on in your life. Let's, those are important things to me. As a leader of an organization, I want to know how you're living, you know, what's going uh. on. And that, that's on any level of employee. You know, I, I, so I think it's in, truly important, and she opened my eyes to that. So this is interesting. So, Selena, so you're in HR. You're not, right? No, I'm a chief operating officer for a healthcare company. Whoa, so this is really interesting. Yeah. So... Husband and wife team, HR, CA, uh, a chief operating officer, right? Yep. Yep. And it, so how does that, because now you got, you really have, I just did a presentation today about the relationship between HR and operations. Yep. This is it. Exactly. Yep. And I've learned just just watching, being around, you yeah. know, we, we both work from home, we travel, with, you know, so I've learned so much about that I integrate, and, and I integrated a lot of times unintentionally just from, you know, when, when we go out to dinner, we're, whatever it is, we're always talking about what's going on in our lives, even though she works upstairs, I work downstairs, you know, it's, uh, but we, I'm, I'm constantly learning from the fact of the things that are going on in her day-to-day operations of, you know, the HR world, and I integrate it automatically. So I've learned to be a much better operator through my experiences through her, and huh. my team, you know, benefits from that. So it's a, 
organic bene- benefit, but it's they nevertheless a free a, workplace culture coaching <laughs> so, from behind okay. the scenes. Oh, you know, I I, I am nonstop. That, right? Hey, babe, can you help me with this? I have a question. She's like, "Are you paying me?" No, no. You, no. On some level, yes, card. but. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we're at edit and cut, cut. We're, hello? This is awesome. I love this. No, so you know what? That's interesting because my wife is a, is a nurse case manager, right? Her friends all know that I do HR. I got the podcast. So my wife always comes home. I got a bunch of questions for you, babe. I'm right. sorry. She says, as well, I'm like, all right, let's do this, right? Same thing, right? You ain't paying me. Well, fine. I'm your husband. I'm supposed to help you. Let me help you, right? Right. So we go down that rabbit hole. But question for you, Jeremy. Um, so are you finding that without even thinking about it, that now your relationship with your team is that much better because subconsciously? 100%. Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> Sub- they, subconsciously. They me, but but you know what? She learns things from me, too. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, like, like what? I want to know. So I, I, we were, I like the story of the car. We were driving down the road, and one of my employees, all right. That was a, that was a great story. I'll let you tell it. It's actually better coming from you. It, it, it was actually a great story, but I'm still going to take the credit for it because I think this happened because of me. I'm just going to I think she, at night she whispers things in my ear while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Treat your employees better. Culture. Culture is key. People. Love your people and they will you love you You should do an back. app where people just put headphones on and they go to sleep. You just, it's and it's called, Lena's voice in the background. Call it the Lena Whisper app. It starts with a heart. <laughs> Lucy, what's that saying earlier? Taste the rainbow. Exactly. She and, I, she and I were talking earlier and she was just saying something and out of nowhere I'm like, you know what? Taste the rainbow. She's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, you could have me spitting my drink out. It just felt right. So, I... That's that's I love that. So here, so here's the deal. Here's what happens. Uh, I truly believe in what I say, and I don't say it for people to hear me talk about it. Like I right now, as I'm speaking about this, my heart flutters, and I just feel this extreme passion for people feeling that way at work. So I have been the whisperer, and his <laughs> love your people. And he would tell me, he's like, what, "What do you mean, love your people? Like, isn't that not HR appropriate?" I said, "Absolutely. People want to feel love. If there is one universal thing that we all need, I don't care what background you come from, I don't care who you are, we all need love in our lives, yeah. and and not just at home. Like people have this mis." conception that those love and feelings can only be from a family member perspective this is how we want to feel in every single thing that we do so the story that jeremy was about to share is we were driving we we got very little time she together. was driving she drives really fast by the way <laughs> she says i drive like grandpa she, she's not denying it you see he, that no, no, she's not go he ahead drives, though sorry i don't want to interrupt he drives the spit limit so whatever i don't know i don't i don't know what that's hr they break the rules on the in the in their free time. Uh, <laughs> we do. Oh, yeah. All the time. Totally do. Yeah, we do. Um, so anyway, so I was driving. I was going to a meeting, and we back then, this is before COVID, we went, we got very little time together. And it was a Friday. I was going to a meeting in Tampa, and I said, hey, maybe we can go and do something fun in Tampa if you go with me, if you're willing to hang out for a few mm-hmm. hours while I have this meeting. So we're driving. He gets on his Friday call with his team, and they're going through their issues for the week and whatnot. And one of the things that they were doing, which I was panicking about, I heard him say, like, he started sharing a story about one of the employees, one of the leadership team members who was on the call Mm -hmm. about something that he had done wrong. 
And so, you know, Ricky, you're an HR professional. Mm -hmm. You're like, why are you saying this in front front of of so many people? I have a very strong team, by the very tight team. So I was like, I was like, I I could feel my face on fire. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you've learned absolutely nothing from me. I'm so disappointed. I'm like, like, despite the whispers. I mean, mean, hell, I'm scared right now, dude. I mean, like, (laughs) like, I don't want to. The kids call her the crazy Colombian mom look. I gave him that look. Oh, I'm Puerto Rican. I know the look you're talking about. That and the chancleta. Yes, yes. It's oh, the same thing. Oh, I know the chancleta. <laughs> oh, oh, I know you do, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I run you for get my mother-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I do. I do. My mom is scary. Uh, so anyway, so he's sharing this story about one of the people on that call did wrong, and and I was like, I'm like just panicking, like yeah. I just want to take the phone away from him, and I'm like, you don't do that. That's so inappropriate. Like I'm freaking out. Then I learned throughout the conversation as I kept listening because I had no choice. He was in the middle of talking, so I couldn't interrupt. I had no choice but to listen to the entire thing. That one of the things that they created is this very close group of leaders who get on the call and they talk about all their mishaps throughout the week and what everybody did wrong. And they celebrate together and they help each other overcome that so that they don't do those things again, but it's a safe space where huh. people aren't feeling called out for something right. bad. And the pride in my face, it just went from, I'm going to kill you when we park this car <laughs> to like, oh my gosh, you actually do listen to my nonsense in the middle of the night when I'm whispering in your she ear. She just admitted it, dude. There you <laughs> She's go. doing it. She yes. is. She's oh, I know she is. It. I wake up and I'm like, what, what? culture? FMLA. I'm looking at the... <laughs> what? ADA? What's, what's going on here? He does listen in his sleep. She's your own matrix, right? You know, like, in oh, the yeah. matrix, they're just putting things in your head. That's exact. You are an HR whiz just because she whispers into your ear. A hundred percent. I... <laughs> I don't even. I, I don't even need an HR person. I'm good. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, I'm still not getting paid for it. Let's, I, let's hold on. I will say, however, I have an outstanding HR she is awesome. manager in my company. Awesome. She's yeah. phenomenal. I talk, I talk to her all the time. She's yeah, they, awesome. they. You know, free advice. Free. I know. Free. We, we heard free it. Free somewhere we heard down it. The line. I'm, I'm not being paid for the work no, that but, I'm doing. But that's a really interesting perspective. That's a good lesson because you started getting mad. Yes. You started getting upset, and I completely get it because you're like, wait, this is my husband. And he's, he represents me, Correct. right? So I can't believe he's going to do that. But then, it's it, so I wish I would have been a fly on the wall in that car. So I'm like, I, I felt her eyes on me. I was I like, bet. I was, she's driving and I'm 140, I think, and I'm moving to the right. I'm like, holy crap. Trying to get away from her. 140. Maybe, I don't think, she, I don't think she's hit that, but that yeah. That car doesn't go a mile over 135. <laughs> I'm not going to ask how you know that. It's quite okay. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, I was at a I was at a um, uh, leadership meeting earlier today about the event, right? And then you know we're talking about BJ Novak and everything happening, and I actually got to talk to him. And then and and he said, Ricky, do a good job today, but under no circumstances do you ask Lena how she and her husband met. Right, oh, so I'm I'm just kidding. I didn't talk to BJ. <laughs> I just wanted to introduce that because nice. I've that's heard, a good intro. I've heard so much about this <laughs> historic meeting, and I think I'm in trouble right now because I know earlier we were talking. Lena says I don't want to talk about that, and I just brought it up, and I think I'm getting the eyes right now, Jeremy. So they're thinking, on you. Yeah, that, they do you feel the right burning now? in the side I of your feel, head? I, I, I feel, it's like Superman eyes. I feel like the, the inevitable chancleta coming over it's here. Coming. It just hitting me in the head. Except it's a heel. It's a oh, <laughs> heel. Me, no, no. <laughs> very, very so I'm heel. not going to ask how you guys met. Wink, wink. Uh, you got it. So here's, <laughs> I think that we need to roll in like this. So I think you lead with the, the story of. Uh, okay, so. 
fine. Right. I'll tell you. <laughs> She's so, never coming so, back. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, well, my business is not going out of business. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to tell a story after we met, and then you can go into the, how we actually met and got nose. I'll be gentle. You, uh, got nose. <laughs> Your life is on the line. I is that am a pop way? So what? interested right now because <laughs> I want to know what is because you look scared right now. Oh no! And you look like you're about to bite his head off. <laughs> I love so, it. This is this is what makes our, you know, culture connects human, right? Absolutely, culture. It's it's, it's all on the surface. Huh. You, you keep to, it on the surface. You have to keep transparent. You have to keep that human factor with everything that you mm-hmm. do. And I think this is this is why if there is anything that I can say that's made me successful in my career is that we are real people beyond anything else that we could be, regardless of any jobs that we have. So I'll, I'll celebrate I'll, your mishaps. Just, you know, agreed. I learned that. Absolutely. We, agreed. Yes. I was you know, so proud of learned him. Learned from one another. I so was so proud of him with that. Interaction. So she had a mishap. You know? Nah, wait, well, okay. I think he just called himself a mishap. That's- oh, oh, damn. Oh. No, you're good. You're- All right. Okay, so. I'm covering gonna- my mouth like, are we on the radio? Are we live? What are we doing? No, no, you're good. You're good. This is a podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. FCC doesn't care. All right, right. It's all good. You can say shit. You're all right. Shit, blank it out. <laughs> you hit, the, hit the dump button, oh, Ricky. Oh, no, we ain't dumping anything. This is good <laughs> stuff right here, buddy. Oh, oh yeah, this is yeah. good. People yeah. are going to be Googling, who are this Culture <clears throat> Connects? Culture <laughs> Connects. What kind of you're culture? Human. The next level a human of connection. One. That's right. The Ooh, next level of, that's, that's, that's the name behind Culture Connects. The next level of Organizational nexus, too. That's another key Trademarked word. You should put that on the business. Oh, it's all over. It's all over. Okay, I get it. Tattoos and everything. No, no matching tattoos. Wait, are we showing tattoos live? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. (laughs) Okay, not that kind of video. We can say the s word, but other things we can't. (laughs) Fine. Fine. We do the G-rated version. Of right. No, not tomorrow. We're doing the live where Facebook is going to be out, so you show whatever you want. But I'm going to have to put a disclaimer on there. Hey, folks, this is an HR. Show. This is HR, right? Right. 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 It is. HR. I don't no, know. No, but I'm interrupting, and no, you no, love the fact that I'm on. interrupting because it delays the story. Go ahead. <coughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? I'm like, oh, maybe they forgot about it. I'm not going to forget. So it starts t- with the heart. It starts with the heart. It always starts with the heart. So I'm going to tell the part of <laughs> Jeremy. I, I'm telling you. I'm going to go home tonight and whisper all kinds of shit for anything to my wife. There you go. It's like, can you get me a glass of water? What it works. Fuck? Ricky, it works wonders. He brings, he bring, mm. actually, I tell him that. And every, I'm trained well, Ricky. Yeah. I, I, I really am. It's, every night. I think about it when I do things. I'm like, at what point did she get me on the hook to do all of this at the end of the night? I'm bringing the water, locking up. I got it all. Trash awesome. out. Just get a bottle Don't of we water have kids for this night. stuff? It works. <laughs> Just, just right. think about child labor laws. We'll talk in a different show. We'll talk yeah, about yeah. it later. Get me the water. Right. I love uh, it. That, so, so I'm going to tell this part of the story, and then he can jump on, and uh, I'll pinch him if, if he goes on. over okay. the board. Carry on. Uh, so a, a couple of years ago, we, I was doing a, a, a road tour with the leadership of the company that I used to work for um, at that point in time. It was a, there were a bad hurricane that hit Florida, and so we were basically visiting all the sites that were affected by that. So it was the top leadership, right? There was the, our CEO, our CEO, like the high-level mm-hmm. leaders of the company, of course, bring HR along because, you know, it's part of uh, culture and um, being there present for our employees. So as part of this tour, with, we happened to be visiting some of the sites in Melbourne, Florida, which is where I live. Mm-hmm. 
And so we've been in, in the car for like 19 hours straight, you know, stopped in hotels, go to a different side and get back on the road and all of that for several days. And as they realized that we were going to Melbourne, they're like, on our way there, they're like, if you live in Melbourne, why don't you invite your husband to go to dinner with us? And I'm like, Ooh. oh, crap. <laughs> you, sh- you saw her go all crap, and he's like, woo Already like, sounds great. <laughs> I should have. I, I, for once, I was not quick enough on my feet to think about an excuse why he couldn't be there. He's in the hospital. He's He's dying. (laughs) He can't come. He's dying. Why are you here if he's dying? Because I believe in the cause. (laughs) That's why. Culture. Culture. Culture Culture first. No, no, no. Culture. Culture first. Culture first. (laughs) People are going to hear this in their ears late at night. I love it. Listen to to this podcast. (laughs) Yes, keep saying that. More listeners. (laughs) So anyway, so I so they invited him to dinner. So so we stopped somewhere, and I was like, I call him and I said, listen, um, a couple of things. Uh, my leadership team just invited you to go to dinner with us, and I think it would be very rude if I say that you can't make it. So like, I have no choice but to agree to this. A couple of things. Number one, um, don't be yourself when you meet them. Right. That's that should be simple enough. My grandmother always told me that. Be yourself no matter where you go or who you're around because that's what's important. I love these conflicting, <laughs> these I, conflicting that, advice. <laughs> be yourself. Don't be yourself. Whatever you do, don't be yourself. That's what I heard. That is that's great. exactly what, what I said. What, <laughs> how it came back was like, Grandma says, be yourself. Grandma, so that was it. Grandma always it. beats me. Got it. So, number one, don't be yourself. And number two, under no circumstances are you allowed to tell the story of how we met. Holy shit. Not at all. And here we are. (laughs) So anyway, I I won't even delay this any longer. We get to the restaurant. All is good. Jeremy picked us up at the hotel, and we all went to a really nice dinner. All is going great. Oh, I was driving, wasn't I? Yeah, he drove us to dinner. Because we were been, we've been driving You should remember this, Jeremy. I'm driving a bunch of high-level people around. I'm like, (laughs) okay, all right. (laughs) I, I, I don't know why I didn't remember that. It might have been bourbon. I don't know. I saw Hopefully the look. he wasn't drinking when we were. When, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm sure he was. Never drink and drive. Yeah. Um, so. I drink so and we, walk, stumble. Yeah. I'd get on things and do backflips, but I don't drink and drive. This is why he's not allowed to be part of any of this thing. Right? No I am idea. going to get those stilts when I'm done. You have no idea how much fun I'm having right now. <laughs> this is awesome. This is why I don't. Why did I bring him? Can somebody remind me why I invited him to this event? Culture. Mr. Mr. Lena Graves, that's why. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Lena Graves. Because you need somebody to build the website and to hang up the booth there, stuff. Yeah. There, you yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. Although Ricky saw me doing all that work by myself yesterday. I'm just going to point that out. I and did, she yeah. told everybody, hey, the rest of the crew went out. I heard her. I listened. <laughs> she, the rest of the crew went out and played golf while I'm here moving. I said, wait, 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 wait. We set up the first booth, and you said, you guys go have a good time and play golf. We're on ninth hole, and she sends a picture. She Look at everything lie. I moved. <laughs> <laughs> I upgraded. I, great, you upgraded. And then oh, it all, it's plastered awesome. on podcasts and Facebook. And I'm like, man, just so threw me right the under the front For the number tire of hours of they worked, cart. I can say, you, kind of, you guys kind of work just oh, part-time and play golf. Is, oh, you, you heard Somehow. it here first? I heard HR it here. Talk. Somehow you will. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story. Back to the story. That's a good segue. Go. So... <laughs> 
Interesting. So I, I, we delayed this majorly, so I don't think it's going to be as exciting. But anyway, I said, don't be yourself. We get to dinner. We sit down. We're having a great time. He met everybody. All is going well. He's not being himself. So I'm like, perfect. This is working out just as planned. I excuse myself I to go to the restroom. <laughs> I excuse myself to go to the restroom because we've been on the road for a number of hours. Yeah. And so I excuse myself to go to the restroom. And when I come back from the bathroom, God knows, it was probably two or three minutes. It wasn't even that long. They are dying laughing at the table. And I looked at him and I'm like, no, you didn't. That's what I'm talking about. And so. Go ahead. Grandma. Mimi. She's up here. <laughs> so I. Pa- so now I'm passing on to him. They were dying. So, so as I approached the table, I knew. Like, I didn't even have to ask the question. But then our CEO, our CEO. So, Lena, we were just curious. How did you and Jeremy meet? I'm like. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you! Like he knew, like that Colombian look was like, yeah. I'm gonna kill you. You're not supposed to tell, supposed to tell this story. So I'm, I'll pass it on to you, and now you can. Oh, put can, me on the spot, dude. Be <laughs> careful, brother. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm walking, careful. I'm walking the line. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yes, all that right. was the HR person. She was, she was. So, all right. So here, here's it's a good story. So I came uh, out. I spent uh, eight years active duty Air Force. Um, oh, awesome! So I was okay. in the military, ninety-seven, oh five. I get out. And uh, I couldn't find a job, and I end up finding this obscure little company, very obscure little company, out in the middle of Okoe, actually, which is not far from here. Okay, yeah. And um, so we're, uh, you know, I, I interview, blah, 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 and I get there, and I, this first day, and I'm, you know, first job out of the military, I'm sitting there at attention, yeah. trying to figure out where am I, it's dusty, dirty, dingy place, I'm like, <laughs> whoa, like I'm, I'm suited up like I am today, except yeah. I probably had a tie on, um, no, I didn't. I had a blue shirt. She'll remind me of that. But uh, so okay. I'm sitting there waiting, and I, all of a sudden, this beautiful woman comes in. You're in your 20s then. Um, more beautiful now. Still in my 20s. What is he talking about? Oh wait, I'm sorry. You're 28, Dude. right? Yeah, thank you. More beautiful now. <laughs> there you go. And um, so she walks in. She's like, "Oh, I'm Lena. I'm here to do your onboarding. I'm your HR generalist, and I'm the purchasing manager." So we get in there and. She does my whole onboarding, and, you know, I'm locking eyes, and I'm like, God, this, this girl is beautiful. Like, I, I was <laughs> stunned. And so time goes on, and I'm like, you know, thinking about it, she'd never want anything to do with me, and I'm out in this office in the warehouse, dirty old office out in the warehouse. And she st- starts frequenting my office and making rounds, and she stops in once a day. She's an HR professional. She's making sure yeah, nobody's being harassed. She wants to make harassed. sure. Thank culture, you. right? It's, I mean, it's, it's all on. about culture. culture. Absolutely. Culture. Culture. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't know what got into me, but I start, you know, putting Hershey Kisses in the, in the refrigerator drawer. He likes to say that I started it, but you guys are listening to the yeah. story. I like right? Hershey Kisses. My grandma put them in the cookies. You sure. know, I made these little cookies. I like the Hershey Kisses. So anyway. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, they're good. Sugar wow. cookies with the Hershey Kiss on top. <clears throat> I'll give you the Mark recipe when we're done here. 30 minutes. I'm going to go back and listen. I'm gonna there you get, go. I'm going <laughs> to do you that. Go. Okay. All right. So I put them in the drawer of the refrigerator, and she would come in, and I was like, oh, I have some candy in there. And so she would get the candy, and she, oh, thank you so much. Ah. You know? Culture. Culture. <laughs> Culture. Right. And so I stepped up my game, like, right. I'm like, oh, she's coming in. And one, one time a day started two times a day, then three times a day, then four times a day. And she used to come in and be like, Oh, do you have any kisses for me? And I'm like, wait, hold up. And so I started. I was talking about the Hershey. The kisses. Hershey kiss. Sure. Drop the Hershey altogether, <laughs> right? And so then it it got to, 
Right, and we're not in competing management roles. Yeah, right? I get it. Right? Yeah, you know, it's all good. And he's lying. I was still the HR person. It wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to save face for me. I am. That's what the heart wants. Here man. we are, fifteen years later. <laughs> wow. Right? So, but you know, I so I stepped it up. I'm like, I started adding the caramel ones, filled ones. I'm like, I have a creamy kiss for you today. So it it <laughs> we escalated this thing, and you know, things were things were fun, Jeremy. I got to tell you, brother, that you were no, no, flirting no. With, with fire right there because you you were giving in and win. I was the person, in the military because I didn't know what that, HR was. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's what I hear sure. you, right? But here you go, right, it's sending innuendos to the person who can investigate you this is true. for sexual this is harassment. True. <laughs> it's awesome. It was I on the cusp, yeah. though? Where was I in that? You know, so anyway. No, we, I uh, wanted the Hershey Kisses. Oh, yeah. I, just, I, I love the Kisses. So anyway. It's too long to say Hershey Kisses, so I just defaulted to Kisses. I was trying to simplify things. I'm an efficient person. You got a kiss for me today. So, <laughs> what am I to think? Uh, yeah, I got a drawer full of them. No, I love how Lena is explaining it like she's being investigated. I'm like, dude, you're not being investigated. <laughs> you're here. totally being investigated. That was 15 years ago. I can't right? get fired from that job anymore. <laughs> you can't get fired for following your heart. That's, That's right. it. Actually, you can't. It's okay. <laughs> you actually can. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Anyway, awesome. early on in our careers, you know, and and it just. That happened, you know. We uh, the Hershey kisses led to Milky Ways, and you know, and <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Is this, this is the end of the podcast, right? Like, just, like, the the end. You're kicking us out. No, no. So it, anyway, we we ended up, you know, it, it, the the rest is history, and it was a, you know, we've we've built a life together. We have kids together, and we've built this great. Why don't you, you know, like that story? That it's a great so, story. That's a great it's story, a great story, Lena. Because she feels like hey, I'm the HR, HR professional, and so it wasn't appropriate for me to have a relationship with a member of the management team, and so I didn't want my other management team to hear that story because they were like, "Wait, are you the one telling people not to do that in the workplace?" But that's how you <laughs> met your husband. Hello. All I wanted was chocolate. That's it. I, that's what that's I all said. All I wanted was chocolate, you know. And he, if he brings them over after I clock out, what am I going to do? I, I got a life, and I'm just using the rest as history. I got more. Boom. You, you'll, you'll, we'll talk off mic. Yeah, we're good. I turned I turned this to the right side. What I told my leadership team at that time when he told them that story was, you know, I'm from Colombia, so. English wasn't my first language. It, Hershey was a hard word to say. So kisses was just a lot simpler, and that's kind of how oh. I got away with it. Can I have oh. a kiss? <laughs> yo quiero. Yes. Yeah. Oh, español? Sí, yo quiero mucho. Mucho chocolate de Hershey. Sí, sí. Okay, there, ahí está. No? Sí, está bien. Más o menos, sí, está bueno. <laughs> he thinks he's fully bilingual. Él es un poquito. A mí me gusta Hershey kisses. There you go. <laughs> un poquito. Chancletas en tu cabeza. Cuidado, señor. Eso es verdad. Tú tienes razón, hermano. Tú tienes razón. But that is such a great story, though, because I could see you telling that story, again, for your presentation. Guys, you're here to hear first. I could see you doing that presentation for couples that really want to go into business, how you became a couple, right? It it really is a great story. It's a success story. Honestly, when you look at it, our lives since that moment, since we got together, and it took a long time, you know, there were a lot of Hershey. I mean, I spent... Probably $150 on Hershey Kisses just to <laughs> move this thing forward. It was a hell of an investment, though, Ricky. I'll tell you what. People so, in the public are like, he doesn't have kids. Right? <laughs> Why does he have so many Hershey Kisses? Halloween is five months away. And I got creative, <laughs> like white chocolate, cream-filled. I mean, you name it. I was... <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> 
But the best that part about... That belted Publix was <laughs> pushing Hershey Kisses down the line. The best part about all of this is that he still tells everybody that I was the one that came on to him because I came and asked for the kisses that she he was me first, buying <laughs> for me to get. At the office. <laughs> wait, what? Huh? I didn't say anything. Cut. Oh, wait a minute. I was just kidding. Oh, when we whisper, it, it goes through? Oh, I don't have the anti-whispering app on here. I really do not. No, but did, I, I have to ask, were there any scuttlebutt around the office? Did people like, God, they, they're giving a lot of chocolate to each other. I'm pretty sure people actually spoke up, right? They, yeah, did. they did. And yeah. we were so foolish to think that nobody knew what was going on. We were like so thinking that people had no idea, even though we started going out on like, lunch breaks that were very I wasn't ex- bringing up the lunch breaks very extended lunch breaks <laughs> and mute dump button Ricky. no it's dump. because some restaurants are very slow to serve you the food so then you just wait a long time to get back to the office and we thought that I'm not going down that road he's realized I, drink. I think I'm sweating somebody stop me why is nobody stopping me from this conversation anybody got hurt this is real no, no, no. this is real life people this no. is culture we're gonna stop this right here let's stop that I recommend it no so- Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying not to continue <laughs> no but let's do this because they are kicking us out though. See, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So notice everything kind of went down no but I really so I gotta have you guys back on I have to. You gotta hear. You gotta pick up where the story no, left no, no, off. No, we just have to talk about other stuff. No, right? no, we do get. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, but what I do want to do it, it, it's it's how, for people listening right now. How can they get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of you so they can talk about culture? Culture. Culture. Absolutely. Don't Check whisper out, this. Yeah, well, go ahead. <laughs> Check out our website, www.cultureconnects.com, and then you can also reach me directly at lena at cultureconnects.com. That's L I N A. Um, we are so here for you if you need any help with culture. If you just have a question, there is no fee for calling and asking questions like, hey, how do we do this? Um, my intent with all of this is to get people in that path of thinking of culture before anything else in their organization. And my promise to everyone that reaches out to me, whether we do business together or not, is that you will get on a good path where mm. you realize that culture takes place first and everything else falls into place uh, automatically. And that... I can tell you that 100% of the people that I work with, whether we're doing business together or simply I provide coaching for them, they do feel that difference mm-hmm. and they do see their organization go in that right direction. Um, and to me, the biggest payday is to see that transformation take place. It's not, it's not, again, for me, this is about passion. This is not about money. That is my biggest payday is when companies call me and say, oh my gosh, we had this super high turnover and suddenly people are like, are not mm. not only staying here, but they also have become ambassadors for our organization. We don't even have to recruit anymore because people are coming to our door. That is my biggest payday. You know, and, and, and when I first met you at Disrupt HR Daytona and you and I started talking, I got that from you, right? Yeah. So that's how you and I started talking. I'm like, oh, wait, this is, she's different, right? Because sometimes I talk to people, like, yeah, I know about HR and about this, but something was different about Lena because she was like, she, she talked about it with such passion. I'm like, oh, hold up, we got to talk. And that's when we started talking about yep. the conference and, and, and everything. And I'm glad you're here now. So what I want to do, so tomorrow is day two, right? So you got to come back tomorrow. Please come back. We'll be back. Oh, you want both of us? I want, I know you both have to come back because we got to do part two. We'll see how Jeremy's feeling tomorrow. He might wake up a little sick because he had a stressful day today. Sick. 
You're an sick. Well, you're my boss. Yes, you still got to call me and say I'm sick <laughs> and not come in. Can I text it? Is that, a, is that good? <laughs> we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you get away with it for tomorrow. All right, folks. So this, this is the closing of day one, right, Lucy? Because we're not, they're doing a bunch of stuff, and we're not going to do that. We're just going to go hang out. Um, but tomorrow we're going to be live again at 11 a.m. Uh, actually, well, the people listening, they're not going to know that it's tomorrow. It's okay because it's not live, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll cut that piece out. I'll leave it in. Confuse the hell out of We're live here. We are live here. Right? We are alive. That's, that, that's right. That's right. So um, hey, for, for now, you guys have a good one, and drive safe, and good night. Thank you. Bro, come on. How was that? You know, like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to that clip, and if you've listened to this show ever before in your entire life, you know like I do. We know how to interpret, analyze, and decipher things to a deeper degree and level than just surface. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen of HR Talk, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt there's so much more <laughs> than just Hershey Kisses involved at the start of the story. <laughs> you know it. You know it, Rick. Come on. I had such a good time with them. I really did, man. I cannot wait to get them back at the show. It, it, it was really a good time. It, just hearing their story was just phenomenal. Really loved it. Good people. Yes. So uh, these, are, these are two of uh, uh, two interviews that you did. Uh, we, we still There's have more. a few in the can. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and save those for next week, yeah. shall we? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Hey, uh, with that being said, I would love to immediately get right into current events, if you're ready for that. Because I am. It's been a long week, brother. Events brought to you in part this week by all those fantastic people that Ricky had a chance to meet down at the Gaylord Bombs and the Gators. Gaylord Bombs, the place to stop by to see real Gators, not fake ones. <laughs> so uh, TikTok has been the source of a lot of uh, a lot of contention. A lot of people saying very negative things about the Tiki Taki, and I'm going to tell you, we've been promoting it just a little bit, just because it's fun. It's a different place to go. And enjoy some things. Hopefully they get their deal done and, and everything calms down about the hatred around this thing. But okay. some of our news stories this week are going to be coming directly from the TikTok. And this first one, Rick, is all about the boss telling her what to do. So I don't really understand why, but my boss is really mad with me. Because I came in today and I had like a massive roll of bubble wrap. And I was like, where do you want me to put it? And he was like, pop it in the corner. It legit took me like three hours, and now he's mad. I just so I don't really understand what? why. What? But my what? <laughs> so break it down, bias. I I don't know what I'm breaking down. She had bubble wrap, and she put it in the corner. What? <laughs> what is she talking about? He said, "Pop it in the corner." So she went in the corner and popped all the bubble wrap for three hours. <laughs> okay, look, I am not making fun. I really am not. It's what, a joke. What accent was that? I I, I don't know. The audio <laughs> the audio gets passed around, and then people do their different videos. But that was uh, really who's, good. Who's the user that put that one out there? It's T Lynn two hundred T L Y N N two hundred Tammy Lynn T Lynn two hundred on TikTok. Thank you for spreading the love on that one. <laughs> That's awesome. Your next current event coming directly from TikTok. We're going back over to Lawyer Page. 
you might be owed some overtime. What if I told you just because you're a salaried employee, it doesn't mean you don't get overtime? Like always, every state is going to have different rules for whether you should get overtime or not. But in Missouri, most employees that work over 40 hours a week are entitled to get overtime. Employees in administrative, professional, or another executive capacity that make at least $455 a week are probably exempt from making overtime. Or if you're a manager and you can fire and hire people, you might be exempt from making overtime. But if you don't think you fit in one of those categories and you haven't been making overtime just because your employer said you are salaried, that's not necessarily true. Talk to a local attorney to see if you meet the test for your state. And if you're owed overtime, you can still get it. There's going to Okay. All right. Here, here. <laughs> oh, boy, I love these. I love how, because you know what? For you to know. You got to give her handle. You got to give her TikTok okay, handle look, and give proper credit where credit's due. First. I'll do it. I'll do it. Lawyer Page. So lawyer and then P-A-I-G-E. Lawyer Page. Page Starks. Sparks. So I'm assuming she's an attorney. I get it. I love how she says, if you don't know how you're classified, come talk to an attorney. Come talk to me or whatever. Where they'll charge you 300 bucks an hour to have that conversation. Folks, let me save you that money. For you to know if you are classified to get overtime or not get overtime, just Google the Fair Labor Standards Act. FLSA. The FLSA, it's it, it's it's that's the law, that's the act out there that puts different <laughs> tests out there. What what happened? Ricky. Yeah. Ricky, like it's light reading, right? <laughs> I mean, no, but look, you can still know, right? Because with True. a little elbow grease and and and, and really fully understand, because if you're hourly and you get paid by the hour, then you are not exempt from overtime. You get paid for what you do. Anything over 40 hours, generally, you get overtime, depending on the state or the property or the commonwealth. Like in Puerto Rico, if you work on a specific day, it's overtime no matter what. If you work over eight hours a day, it's overtime. But normally, federally, um, if you work over, well, I don't know if it's federally, but if you work over 40 hours, it is overtime. That's the Fair Labor Standards Act. Now, if you feel that you're owed overtime and you didn't get paid that overtime, go see an attorney. Go talk to an attorney, and, but you'll spend a lot less time talking to the attorney if you do your homework first and figure out exactly where you're supposed to be. And then you go talk to an attorney because, trust me, 300 bucks an hour is not cheap. Really it, adds up. it adds up. It does One of the things up. that we're learning on TikTok here, though, it's uh, it's – there's so much more than just fancy dances and funny things happen. I'm noticing good that. advice like this, though. And, I'm noticing and that. Even yeah. though you're calling it crappy advice, Rick, uh, some people view it as good advice. You know, I'm, I, uh, I'm not saying it's, if I said that, then that's not what I'm. I'm not saying it's crappy advice. All I'm saying is I get why she's doing that. That I mean, obviously, she's going to charge him the money to talk to them about some things that you can easily Google and find out and get as much information as possible before you actually go to an attorney. Look, if you got the money, go ahead and go for it. But the free advice so, is out there if you just do a little elbow grease. So her aside, we're starting to see a lot more human resource people on TikTok self-identify as human resources as they're becoming more comfortable in their own skin. And now you're starting to see recruiters, resume writers, uh, people giving job tips, health and wellness, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. Yeah. Our next clip in the current event segment here is coming from Samantha on the TikTok. 
Okay, so let's talk about answering the question, why do you wanna work for this company? First of all, you want to have this answer smooth, down pat, ready to go, because this is a question that you're going to be asked in every single interview, and this is a chance for you to just really show um, how much you've prepared for the interview and how much you really do wanna work for this company. And you wanna break down the answer into three parts. This will be easy for you to remember, and this will also create a visual for whoever is listening to you. So the first part is going to be some things that you know about the company, what drew you into the company. If the company is in the news at all or in the media, make sure to mention that. The second part is going to be a specific way that you believe that you can add value. If you want to reiterate your metrics from your resume in a previous role, do that. If you want to talk about how your experience um, can lend itself to this new role, do that. And the third part is going to be a little bit of a summary of both times. Okay, so oh, let's wow. talk about... Okay, so it just cut off right there for her. Okay. I think there might be a part two at some point. <laughs> this is from Ambition.Mate, Samantha, Ambition.Mate. Dude, she's spot on. She is She is definitely spot on. Um, I like that why? advice. Why? Why, why? why do you think she's spot on? Because you really want to show that you've done your research for that company, and it shows that you are really interested in that above and beyond a paycheck. Now, that's what I'm supposed to say, right? I'm a little bit different. And here's why I'm a little bit different, because I also like people who are authentic and I like people who are upfront and honest. This is no joke, no joke. About eight years ago, I was interviewing somebody and I asked that same question. So why do you want to work for us? And he stopped for a second because he was nervous because he did no research on the company because he just recently got laid off and he's just looking for a job. And he was honest. He's like, look, um, I don't have any fancy smancy way to explain why I want to work for you guys, but you guys need somebody. And I need a job. I got the skill set, right? I can learn the, the culture and I can tell you what you want to hear, right? That, okay, that this is a great culture. I've been looking for this company for the longest time and this is the perfect fit. I need a job. I got the skill set. If you hire me, I will bend over backwards to hit whatever goals you give me. And, and he said other things, but I got to tell you, that hit me right there. He was honest. He was upfront. I hired him and he's still at that company. He's still there. So I really appreciate that honesty as well. I'm not saying go that route. Definitely follow what ambition.mate is saying because not every recruiter is like me. So other recruiters do want to see that, but that is a well-organized thought process on how to answer that question and to show them you are really, really interested and you did your homework for that company. That's good stuff. All right. So we had lawyer Paige. Uh, we had Samantha. Uh, we also have an actual current event news story here that I'd like to read for you. Oh, go ahead. Uh, give, me, give me a little music again on this current event story. I appreciate it very much, Mr. Byers. This is coming from the Newark Advocates. This is big news over the past week. It's been a very politically charged year, and there's a lot going on. And a company called Bionetics has officially banned MAGA, BLM, and all political attire in the wake of discrimination complaints. This is written by Kent Mallett of the Newark Advocate, published 1.41 p.m. Eastern Time, September 3rd, 2020. I will not be reading everything verbatim. We will do a tease on this article. Stop by their website, newarkadvocate.com. For details, more information, and the full story at hand. Now, Bionetics recently announced a new policy banning all forms of expression about contentious 
political or social issues such as make America great again or defund the police or back the blue or say her name. It was a discrimination charge filed against Bionetics with the Ohio Civil Rights Commission on June 25th and has a hearing coming up September 11th with the EEOC. An employee was placed on paid administrative leave for the employee's protection. Oh, my God. And has since returned to work. The company said it had no choice but to ban all such expression to keep the peace. This employee said that the policy was put in place to appease those that have been harassing her. This employee, an optics measurement technician, said she was warned about wearing the pin in an email and phone call and has not seen a a written policy on the books that said she could not wear a Black Lives Matter pin to work. The policy was then put in place two days after Bionetics sent its response to the Ohio Civil Rights Commission. The response was, I was not violating any policy and Bionetics supports BLM, Simon said two days later, the policy is no political talk, signs, et cetera, allowed at work. Now, this comes at an interesting time in our country's crossroads. Comes at an interesting time as we discuss expression. Let it be expression of sexual orientation, gender, uh, political affiliation, uh, LGBTQ references, support of the president and his policy, and, and maybe even support of Black Lives Matter. Anything that exists out there that could separate people into different trains of thought is becoming a thing that's separating the country and separating people in ways. And when we are at work, should we have a safe haven away from all of that to focus on the work at hand? According to Bionetics, this is their their focus. Now, this will be addressed in the September 11th hearing with the EEOC and uh, They will be getting into whether or not it was fair and just, even though they put a policy in place that came into effect (laughs) after the filing of of issues with the Ohio Civil Rights Commission there. Violating of issues. Well, it's a cop out. Nice words you want me to say. Um, (laughs) Trying to find a casual way to summarize things here. Very long and beautiful article. I highly recommend reading it. A, uh, The parties at the end of the day could settle or the commission could rule probable cause or no probable cause. Now, a probable cause ruling would move the case to a hearing before an administrative law judge who would make a recommendation to the commission whether discrimination occurred. The full commission could dismiss or order damages to be paid. Each side could appeal in the process. Bionetics had 97 employees in 2018. Ricky, how do you feel about a policy at work that bans MAGA BLM and all political attire? What do you think? I understand why they did it. It's a straight-up cop-out. Spineless. Straight-up spineless. Which, again, it's they did it because um, people couldn't handle that kind of conversation. And they paid, They placed her on paid leave for her protection? What kind of an organization is this? So I get why they did it. But was her life being threatened? Is it that bad? 
if her life is being threatened because of that, that it's not a policy issue that it, there isn't a policy that can fix that. You have an employee issue. If that's the case, if you get people who are feel so strongly about something that you threaten somebody's life, I'm just assuming that because they said they placed her on a paid leave for her yeah, protection. Just giving back to uh, some of the quotes and, uh, she she was advised she can no longer the, wear the pin at the particular facility that she was at. Um, she filed discrimination charges against the company, and then she was paid on she was placed on administrative paid leave, quote for her own protection, end quote. <laughs> the hell but does that mean? And they never expound upon that yeah. portion, right? Uh, yeah, no, again, that's right. I'm assuming. I'm not saying that is exactly what happened, right? I just don't know of any other reason to put somebody on leave for their protection other than some kind of violence well, it's, or threat. It's, it's clearly something in association with the uh, the the case that's going to be in front of the EEOC coming up on, yeah. on September 11th. So There's got to be some details associated with it there. There has that to. It will be revealed. Yep. It will because it's not going to be sealed. It's, it's public knowledge after the fact. So um, the company did, quote, unquote, the right thing for banning everything because a lot of organizations do that. They would have an issue if they ban one and not the other. If you allow a Black Lives Matter pin, you have to allow a MAGA pin. You, you have to do it. But this is a great example. Now, be, before I go there, so they did the right thing from an employee-employer perspective, to just not allow it. But from a human perspective, that's like just a cop-out because what they're doing is because of one little issue or a few issues, they are now um, putting a policy that, that affects everybody in the organization instead of just addressing those individuals that are named in this case. If that's the case. Now, if she's placed on her protection, uh, if she's placed on leave for her protection and there is some kind of threats, then, yeah, I'm glad they did that. Right. Because apparently they got people working for that organization that really should not. And they have anger issues and they threaten people who have a different uh, a point of view than they do. Then that's a bad hire. That's what that is. Or if they just turned that way in the organization, that's horrible leadership for allowing that to fester to get to this point. So you that, really think it's 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 plausible to sit back and say though that it's a bad call on an organization's part to ban all of it? I'm not saying it's a bad call. I'm saying it's a cop out. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Well, what about from the other perspective where they're making the choice and saying we don't want any of it here? We're banning all of it. Instead of the thought process of it being a cop out, could you foresee it being something other than a cop out? Could you foresee it being a material change in the way that they want to uh, manage and handle this and, and focus on core business rather than other things? Yeah, but they don't have robots working for them. They got human beings, right? Beings, not beans. So you are going to have people who are going to have some kind of a conversation, something other than work. I mean, nobody works for the full eight hours of their job. There's some chit-chat that happens here and there. Uh, now, if you're beating your employees over the head just because they're not working the full hour, then it's, it's where are we, in North Korea now? That people well, some, are being worked like employers, that? Some employers are very explicit in the fact that they, they do not allow or, or they discourage and disallow a discussion of political activity within their workplace. No, no, I know. Very common. 
Very well, common. It is very common, right? It, and 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 that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not a bad call overall from a general HR perspective, but from my point of view, especially after my presentation, five ways to put a HR team together that just doesn't suck. That's one of the key things. Having difficult conversation, having healthy conflict, and making sure people focus on the issue and not people. This is a perfect example where people focused on people, and that is the issue. So, I, uh, but if if we look at it from the other perspective, what if the issue is the company wants to ban all of these things, and now everyone's telling them? Well, you're copying out and taking the easy way. You'd be better off if you addressed it. And their point is, we don't want to address it. We just want to move on. We we want to do other things like work. Well, I mean, we follow what the employees say, right? Because that's how you put a culture together. The culture doesn't get put together by itself. You need employees to follow whatever the vision is of the CEO. And then so that, the vision the- of the CEO is to prohibit the uh, uh, political uh, driven things in the workplace why would they do that is that material change in the culture a bad thing it to me it makes a difference because if the reason they're doing this is as a result of an issue that got them in trouble and now they have a hearing this friday that's why they did this so to me intent is just as important and as what you're trying to do right so what is the intention here the intention here is oh my god i can't believe we messed up and this thing happened blanket policy for everybody I don't know if there's well, other people out there who really have good conversations and, and they're okay with if it. You're teach, if you're teaching your kid how to make waffles mm-hmm. and you got one of those big waffle irons on your countertop and the kid actually winds up accidentally burning their hand, mm-hmm. right? Do, do you then, like, give them a fork and tell them to put it in the uh, the open socket or do you just cut the electricity <laughs> altogether? Or do you find a, a middle ground? No, I, t- I teach them not to get burnt. Because you can't make waffle without a waffle iron, and a waffle iron is not going to work without electricity. Good to go. So then now they've graduated from that, and now they're over to the grill, and they're learning how to use the grill. And they start a fire on the grill, and they thought it was kind of cool. So now at nighttime, you should give them a book of matches. No, then my kid's an idiot, right, (laughs) if that's the case. (laughs) Then I need to teach my kid, right, how to use these because other people successfully use it without setting a house on fire. But you're going to get burnt every now and then, right? So i got to teach them how to deal with it. So you teach so them how to it, deal with the issues. Is it the employer's place to teach the employee how to deal with it? Or is it the employer's place to focus on getting the job done, get the people back to work? That's a good keep point. Keep the political stuff out of the office altogether, and let's focus on core business. And what you do on your time is your time. All but right. our culture is focused on work and the job at hand. And if you don't want to do the job, you're not here. You are a 1,000% right there, JC. And imagine... What kind of productivity you're going to get out of your employees when they're so freaking afraid to say anything that remotely that that doesn't even confine with their with their sandbox that doesn't confine with their SOP. Oh my god! Everything is oh god, straight no, work and no personal yes, conversations. It, it'll start to look like government work. <laughs> I don't know about that. I've been to the DMV. There is well, actually, you know, I do know about that because in the DMV they don't. Give a crap. You go in there and they just, there's no sense of urgency in that place. I yeah, hate but it. They're not, but when you walk in, they're not talking to you about the president and, <laughs> they're and, not. and all these other things <laughs> out there, right? No, you're they're right. not talking about creating a culture based off their emotions and feelings at the DMV. No. No. It, no. It's, it's a pleasure people go to die. More business. 
You didn't get out. Oh, yeah. Go oh, home. oh, no. Do there is do on your own time. I love how you say that. Get in and get out. You spend the all day there, bro. All day there just to get your tag, just to get your license updated. No, man. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm not buying that. Dude, just do it online or mail it in. They say nowadays <laughs> if you mail everything in, it's much more efficient. It kind of is, right? I don't know. <laughs> it kind of is. But, you know. All right. All right. Dude, so I'm not. This week. Yeah. This week, instead of a Florida man, true Florida man story, we do have someone that we'd like to feature here, and we don't know. He could be from Florida. He might not be from Florida. But in our honest opinion, after hearing his clips on the TikTok, he kind of fits the mold of what we we would all think of a typical Florida man. Please welcome our Florida man segment for the week. Absolute proof of time travel. This Swiss ring watch was found in a Chinese tomb. How does that prove anything? Get ready. The tomb had been sealed for 400 years. It's a watch that's worn as a ring and it says Swiss on it. And it was found in a Chinese tomb that was sealed for at least 400 years. The Swiss ring watch hadn't been invented yet. Then how'd it get there? Time travel. Absolutely. <laughs> what? JC, help me out here. Where in the world? Tell me. Just, 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 just. Please tell me. Where in the world do you get these these uh, clips? Help me out. Oh, it's on the uh, for you page. It just randomly pops up, dude. It's pretty <laughs> wild, dude. This guy's great. He's got a whole series of these things talking about. Uh, Stuff from the past that relates to uh, the topic at hand. I got to call him out, man. It's a trip, dude. Yeah, this is Joe underscore. Some guys that I met uh, when we went to that uh, Red Lion pub. (laughs) Shout out to Groveland, Florida. This is Joe underscore Gillespie underscore the underscore great. Joseph Gillespie. He has a cheese hat on. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. I like this. Yes, I get it. He should be a Florida man. He really should. But is yeah, that for all you know? He is. He probably is. Know. That went over to uh, to um, uh, I don't know Wisconsin because he has a cheese hat on. So I guess that's the, that's where he's from. So no, so he found a Swiss watch ring in a tomb that was sealed four hundred years ago, and that is his rationale for time travel. It's kind of crazy, though. I mean, I, it, look, if there was a receipt, yeah. then I'll believe it. There's no receipt, whatever, dude. Receipt. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> You've been in retail too long. Listen to you. I want to see Listen receipts. No, but, dude, so that's it? That's the only evidence he's going to produce? Listen, we could have pulled a true Florida man story for this week. There was a lot of really bad things that happened in Florida, though, over the past week. Really? All the headlines in Florida were not good. Okay. When it comes to querying the term Florida man. So uh, Florida men that are out there, please do a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> get back on the goofy tip instead of like the extremely violent tip where you're doing very, very yeah. bad things. Not good for society. So uh, if, if we get nothing but uh, violent things, we will go back to more time travel stories from. This is great. great. I'm going to put this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tweet this out. I like this one. <laughs> Like it. Hey, tweet, you know what? Tweet. Send all the articles out. Let's get some feedback from people today. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take the opportunity to jump in right here with my final thought of the day, and then Ricky over to you and let you close things up. Um, it's been a pleasure to be back. It's been a pleasure to hear the stories. I really, really enjoyed uh, a little bit of that interview from Amanda 
and uh, who's that? There was Lena and Jeremy, right? Yes. They're hysterical. They like, are awesome. I really want to uh, pursue the possibilities of putting together our own network. Now, look, someone's going to steal the ideas on this. Some, someone's probably already working on this. Yep. But there's one big differential. It's the X Factor. And the X Factor are these guys right That's here right. on this podcast. That's right. Okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. So uh, if, if you want to join this team, we are actively recruiting for someone to help run some of the social media. Um, if the candidate that's currently on the table is legit, uh, just reply, you know, and then we'll get it figured out. Um, it, you just got kind of thrown to the wolves and I'm, I'm okay with that. We can figure these things out. Uh, that aside, um, few, few words of wisdom. One, uh, tick, TikTok's not evil. Two, uh, the back end and the code of TikTok is kind of evil. Three, just clear your cookies and cash. That's all I got for you. Ricky, over to you. TikTok is not evil. It's actually pretty darn entertaining. I do like it. Um, now, look, I'm, I'm happy to be back on the regular schedule. HR conference is over and done with. I had a blast. Um, there's other people in social media who are not having a blast that we had a blast at social media. I'm not going to call them out by name. Uh, oh, yeah. It, no, there's people that are very upset, Rick. You know what? Look, if they're listening, right, if you're mad that people went to the event and you didn't go, Shut up. At the end of the day, just be quiet. Leave the people alone who did go to the event and did an amazing job. They did an amazing job for the event. So just leave them alone. I'm not going to I'm not going to give them any kind of a of airplay by mentioning that person's name, but they know who I'm talking about, right? So just let people be. If people want to go to an event, let them be at an event. Um and if it doesn't bother you, just mind your own business and do your thing, right? So with that said, um, it, it's, it's, my thing is, is we are at a time, and I keep saying this at the end of every show, we are at a time where kindness really does go a long way. And you never know what other people are going through, and just a small act of kindness would really help that person out. And maybe that could be that the straw that prevented from breaking the camel's back. So be kind to each other. JC and I are back on a regular schedule. We have a few more interviews that we are going to, uh, um, a few more that we are going to um, uh, put out there for this next week. And um, you'll see exactly what kind of people I'm talking about because when they come on board and you hear what they have to say, it's going to be absolutely outstanding. All right, JC, you're making some hand signs at me. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm agreeing with everything that you're saying along the way, man. So very important, like expressing a, a little bit of kindness along the way. And, and uh, I, I agree with you. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the other clips that are out there. As well. And what I'm going to do as well, I'm going to see because HD, want to let you know, HD as the president of HR Florida ends at the end of this year. So, what? yes, dude, it ends. She's done a phenomenal job, man. She and Tina, um, um, at the end of this year, they are going to pass over the reins to somebody else. The new president, his name is Chad. I, I got his card. We need to have him on as well. We need to have a passing of the guard ceremony. We have to do that. So I will let HD know how much you love her, how much you miss her, and how much you wanted to get a hold of her and actually be there, a part of everything. But again, you being where you live, it created a big issue. But HD does know that there, JC. Actually, I, I believe she bought some shoes specifically for you because she thought you was coming. That's right. But she had to send them back. She said, forget that, forget him. So actually, 
Bad call. I don't think she's going to show him that because she's a little bit pissed. I'm just kidding, guys. Anyway, um, that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And, um, yeah, folks, it's good to be back in the game. With that said, this is it. You guys have an amazing rest of the week. I know today is a holiday Monday. The rest of the week, JC, will be right back on here next week. Go ahead, JC. I'm JC, and on behalf of Ricky Baez, Senior Executive Lucy, and the entire HR Talk podcast team, to include the recently fired Miranda, thank you for tuning in. Drive safe. Have a good night.